0: will watch, watch The, the Watchmen, Watchmen, Harmless Phosphorescence! Hello everybody and welcome to uh, Harmless Phosphorescence. This is the show where we watch every theatrically released, full-length, live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You want to be a patron? You can do it! A buck a month's all you need to start with, and you get some extra podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash harmless phosphorescence, or harmless entertainment, um... We've got lots of shows there. We've got uh, monthly movies where we do uh, a different movie every month that's not a superhero one. Uh, This month we'll be doing American Graffiti. So head over, check that out. Dollar a month is all you need to start with. Um, This is your host, Thoreau Smiley, and I am full of human bean juice. Who's joining me this week?
1: I'm Josh Cece, and I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me.
2: I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm just here to eat the cold
3: beans. I'm Eric Weber, your only protection from yourselves.
0: Uh, And this week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching 2008's The Watchmen. Watchmen, one of us
4: died tonight. Somebody knows why
3: Somebody knows
1: Harry had been working for the government Maybe it was a political killing Maybe someone's picking off costumed heroes John thinks that there's gonna be nuclear war
4: What if that's why someone wants us out of the way? We can't do anything to stop it.
3: An attack on one is an attack on all of us. Watchmen are over. What do you suggest we do about it?
1: Retribution. We can save this world.
4: Save the world. I no longer have any stake in it. Do it for me. We look up and shout, save us, No whisper, no.
0: That um, was a trailer for The Watchmen. Um, 2009's The Watchmen, I said 2008, uh, released March 6th, 2009. The theatrical cut had a running time of 163 minutes. That's two hours and 43 minutes. It had a budget of 138 million dollars and it took in 185 million. So it Ooh. did not do well. <laughs> Squeaked by. Yeah. Well, and what they say if you don't double your money on a movie you you lose money on it. So Right.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um I think yeah, I, mean, I think it was Rough for the average moviegoer, especially two hours and 40 minutes.
0: I think that turned a lot of people off, for sure, that running time. Yeah. It was
1: wild. That was the one on HBO, because we were curious last week. So, the one HBO had was the theatrical release. That was the... I I thought it was, like, the unedited, because it was so long. No. (laughs)
0: That's what theater goers in 2009 saw. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. It, uh... The the, uh, director's cut... um, is uh, three hours and six minutes long, so it's about an extra twenty some minutes. So that's he longer must than Endgame. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So he must have delved into the black freighter or something. That's he pretty much tells the
0: story. That's in this. that's what happened. Is is the black is uh, they filmed all of the black freighter, and uh-huh. um, they edited in. They filmed it as like a separate thing, right? And then yes, th- I remember for that. the director's cut they edited it in as um, part of the film.
1: Because the kid and the newsstand guy, they're in the series, but I feel like they only pop up at the end in this. Yeah, when yeah. they die, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just barely see them. because uh, yeah, it's the kid
1: who's reading the Black Raider. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, that uh, that uh, did not do well um at the box office, and uh, makes me ask <laughs> the question, so- guys. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, but how many, I just want to guess or imagine how many times around the studio office who will watch the Watchmen <laughs> joke was made. It's like, apparently not very many.
0: Well, I'm telling you this, not males between 18 and 22 years old.
1: <laughs> and then they're high-fiving.
0: Yeah. While Zack Snyder sulks. He's like, screw you guys. I'm going to go make me a. Uh... What did he make after that? Oh, you know what he followed this up with?
2: Man of Steel? No. No, that was (laughs) Brinster. Like the Bridge to Terabithia movie, right?
0: Not the Bridge to Terabithia. Um, The Guardians, the Owls of (laughs) Guthuli, whatever that
1: was. (laughs) 30 Rock made so many jokes about that
0: movie. (laughs) Uh, So, all right, guys, you ready to play the box office top 10? Always in my sleep. Here we go! This is the game where I will read the top ten movies of the week of March 6, 2009. Uh, the guys here will try to uh, guess where Watchmen opened, and they will try to guess what movie I'm describing when I describe that movie using only the box office mojo description. Uh, that's a lie. I changed the descriptions a lot, but we won't get into that. Um, where do you guys think this opened? Um, Josh. Uh, let's see. Five. Josh goes five. Al, where do you go? Mm, two. Al goes two. <laughs> Brian, where do you also go to?
2: I'm going to take a number three on this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> number
0: three. We've got a five, a three, and a two. Bob,
1: show us what we've got. Those are some measurements.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my eyes, you're all tens. So here we go. The box office top 10. Coming in at number 10 this week, the two most popular guys in high school decide to ditch football camp for cheerleader camp for the girls and for the glory.
2: I remember this movie. Hmm.
0: Was this on our last list last week? No, I don't believe uh, it was. It sounded
3: familiar. I don't know.
2: I want to say it's like cheer squad or some shit like that.
0: But. The tagline according to this tiny little thumbnail is two guys, 300 girls. You do the math. <laughs> it's
2: called, that was also made here. by Zack Snyder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, that six was, hours long. That was Justice League. Um, it's called Fired Up. It's All right. called
1: Stereotypes. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, my there had, I'm assuming there had... well. Maybe not. It might have been too young. I was thinking there had to have been an a, uh, Owen or Luke in it, but um, it was probably more like a, a Tatum.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> um,
0: uh, coming in at number nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Winston> Jackson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but no. Um, a 3D concert film. Of the 2008 concert tour, as well as documentary footage on this popular artist of 2009, artist who was it? I I don't mean art artist as in musical artist. It oh. being a documentary of a concert.
1: All oh,
0: right.
1: Oh, is this that Rolling Stones? Scorsese.
0: I don't believe the Rolling Stones were a popular artist in 2009.
2: Is this <laughs> exit through the gift shop
0: about no. Banksy? No, no, it is not. Artist, oh. I meant musical artists, guys. There's no actual art oh. involved. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, but I said artists instead of band because you didn't say
0: band. I did. I said oh. a 3D concert film of the concert tour and documentary footage of this popular artist. Okay, I said the words concert (laughs) twice. Yes, (laughs) uh, one person can be in
1: concert, I know, but Uh, they're not
0: going to be painting. (laughs) That's not a concert,
1: I don't know. I'd pay to watch
0: this. Metallica Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience.
3: (laughs) Wow, okay, oh, yeah.
0: This was 2000, <laughs> 2009. It's all Jonas and Bieber. Um, coming in at number eight, a college grad lands a job as a financial journalist in New York City to support where she nurtures her shopping addiction and falls for a wealthy entrepreneur. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, it starts off with a fairly empowered female character and then dips right away. Uh, Ill- illegally blonde. Like, <laughs> <laughs> technically blonde,
2: bleached blonde,
3: bleached blonde. Out. Uh, Romy, Wyoming.
0: <laughs> Whoa! I-, I like. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is, but I want that movie on <laughs> on my screen now. It's this one was called Confessions of a Shopaholic. Um, hmm. I look, I feel like I should know
1: who that is on this. She got her degree. She got a fantastic job in her
0: field, but bitches be shopping. (laughs) They do no matter what. Um... (laughs) Oh, okay. So this was starring, uh, Isla Fisher. Oh, Kristen Ritter (laughs) and Joan Cusack, John Goodman. Wow. There's people in this movie. Um, so at number eight coming in at number seven and I was-, was a
1: shopaholic but for booze <laughs> wow
0: yeah, okay. uh um that'd be funny though if you were literally that like you wouldn't drink it you'd just buy it and then like throw it out the window <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw it on the
2: ground
1: yeah. collect it
2: like it gets better with age I'm gonna resell yeah. these in 30 like, years
1: come on down to the hard
0: seltzer seller <laughs> Uh um let's see an adventurous 11-year-old girl finds another world that is a strangely idealized version of her frustrating home but it has sinister secrets This is based off a Neil Gaiman book Oh
2: is this Coraline? It is Coraline.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um I love that movie. Yeah, it's a that's really a good movie. masterpiece. It's by the yeah. what's his face, dude. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, yeah, the stop motion guy, Par- Norman. That dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, coming in at number six. Oh my god, this movie, this Baltimore. <laughs> okay, the description does not sound. Did not start how I was expecting. <laughs> this Baltimore set movie of interconnecting story arcs deals with the challenges of reading or misreading human behavior it is not the wire it's crash right no no, and it's
1: not hairspray because we did that right yeah
0: <laughs> like they literally just described the wire
2: <laughs> uh, no guesses yeah if you hadn't said the wire I would have said the
0: wire yeah This Baltimore-set movie of interconnecting story arcs deals with the challenges of reading or misreading human behavior. He's just not that into you. Uh, Okay, what's the name? That's the name of it? Yeah, he's just not that into you. It was based off a book that some dude from Oprah wrote.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, I remember this. Yeah. Um,
2: some dude from Oprah. Some, like the land of Oprah. The
0: land of Oprah. Yeah.
2: It has her own
1: kingdom.
0: <laughs> the land of Oprah-tunity. Yeah. That's why, I,
1: yeah, that's why she was unfazed during that interview. She's like, I'm more powerful than the queen.
0: Yeah, basically. The queen. Yeah. Uh, the queen's got
2: no liquidity. Oprah, on the other
1: hand. Yeah. Who who could the queen call in Hollywood and end their career?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, She
2: can't even end her own uh, son-in-law's career.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, coming in at number five. When a shopping mall is taken over by a gang of organized crooks, it's up to mild-mannered security guard to save the day. Oh my god, Paul! Paul! Paul Blart, mall cop, the one, the only. Yes, indeed. Um, this is where the Segway
2: got big, right?
0: It's what? Yes,
2: yeah. This is where people first saw the Segway in action. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's right. Yes, the Segway.
1: The All important Segway.
0: Uh,
1: um, maybe that's why it was called that. Because if you're having a conversation with a person and someone rolls up on a Segway, it immediately has to turn to how lame that
0: is. We um, uh, when um. When uh Moon and I had a, a pet shop in Milwaukee, um, uh-huh. we had a... There was a... Our landlady was this this woman <laughs> who was, like, terrorized the block. She'd, like, harass, like, the other tenants up and down the block, and she'd roll up and down the street on a Segway, like, yelling at people. It was, like, <laughs> like the Wicked Witch, like, music playing, but yeah. <laughs> she rolled by on a Segway.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um... Yeah. So I would like to point out that Paul Blart Mall Cop made almost the exact same amount of money as as Watchmen.
2: And I'm sure the budget was like a fraction of. what Oh we're yeah,
0: talking. yeah. I'm sure it was like less than thirty million for sure. Well, Kevin James is the luckiest
1: man in show business. Oh God, yeah. For real. I don't know what he's good for.
0: Not funny. Not good looking or charismatic. He's just Kevin.
2: Leia Rimini seems to like him, I guess, so mm, there's that. Like
0: yeah, right. yeah, there is that. Um, all right, coming in at number four this week, a Mumbai teenager reflects on his life after being accused of cheating on a game show. Oh, yeah. wants to be a gajillionaire? We got Dog. Yeah, we got some Slumdog going down. Um, that, wow, yeah, that's the most 2009 movie ever. Um, Slumdog Millionaire, uh, coming in at number three, a retired CIA agent travels across Europe and relies on his old skills to save his estranged daughter who has been kidnapped while on a trip to Paris. <laughs> taken two? Nope. Taken one. Taken one. Okay. The original Taken. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Taken 2 fool me once. Yeah. My favorite part of Taken is where he stumbles across the chosen one in a junk shop. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that's when he kidnaps the kid, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Taken is
1: badass if you haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. No, there's yeah, a yeah, there's an incredible a, movie. There's a reason yeah. it was a hit. That yeah. That movie is amazing.
1: He's taken a lot of names in that one. Yeah. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs>
0: You guys remember the, um, uh, when, uh, his, uh, w- when he was auditioning with Warwick Davis? And, uh, what was that <laughs> show? Short,
1: <laughs> something
0: short, Shortcuts? short. Oh, life, life is short. Life. Yeah, life is short, I
1: think.
0: I don't know. That might be it. But I he, know what you mean. he's like, he's, he's like, I'm a very funny man. All right, listen, I'll improv. I've got AIDS. <laughs> 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 like the David Brent. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Number two, a mischievous grandma lands in jail where she meets a variety of mixed-up characters. Big Mama's big house. <laughs> oh my lord! You, I've got to. I there's a lot of movie. There's a. I've got to watch these. I have to. After. <laughs> After Fast and the Furious, this is a series which I know oh, nothing the about. Oh, Medea movies. Medea goes to jail. Yeah, Medea. Did she's she meet Ernest? Right, Medea and <laughs> Ernest. Like she, yeah, she's the African American Ernest.
1: Saving Christmas, going to jail. Right.
0: uh oh, my lord, Medea. Um, and number one this week in 1985, where former superheroes exist, the murder of a call. <laughs> They exist at 1985. right Um, they
1: formally do. That could be any time.
0: Yeah. The murder of a colleague sends active vigilante Rorschach into his own sprawling investigation uncovering something that could completely change the course of history as we know it. As we know it? (laughs) Yeah, it's not that. Uh, It hit number one. Um, It made $107 million its opening week. Which means... It uh, made the additional hundred and eighty, or the additional eighty million dollars. The rest of the time,
2: I wonder how much money they lost out on because people were still asleep in their seats when the next uh, showing <laughs> started.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, oh well, let's get pillows and blankets for everybody. I guess they're staying for another showing.
1: I saw it opening weekend. You were with this, right, Al? When I saw
3: it, I I might have been. Uh, Olivia, I, Michael. Yeah.
2: I think I saw this opening weekend and I think I don't remember it because I was intoxicated.
0: I, uh, and asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I saw it opening weekend with Rain. Um, I think he and I both might have dozed off a couple times. Yeah. Um, so Let's
2: wake up to a blue guy. You know, like <laughs> where the fuck did he come
1: from? in his dick. <laughs> yeah. um, I was about a week and a half, not even quite two weeks away from being diagnosed with Crohn's. So when I saw this, I had very little blood in my body. Oh no! But I watched it.
0: <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Um. So, all right, that's our box office top ten. That brings us to our comic book and character background, Mister Alaric Weber. Hello. It's your time to shine. All right.
3: So, the uh, the Watchmen uh, was a well. It was uh, published by DC Comics from September of 1986 to October 1987. Written by Alan Squiffy Moore and drawn by Dave Gibbons, the series was collected in a single volume edition in late '87. That was when I got it. The story was used to reflect contemporary 1980s anxieties and to deconstruct and satirize the concept of the superhero in comics. Yeah, mission accomplished. It was pretty damn popular. um, And Watchmen was the only graphic novel recognized on Time Magazine's 2005 list of the 100 best novels. It's ranking... uh, Time magazine's ranking of the best English language novels published since 1923.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard for us now to understand how different this was from every other comic that was out in yeah. the eighties. Like this was really, really different. Um, like Al had,
1: had mentioned last week, Will Eisner is credited with creating it, but this, this was the first one that um, made the term graphic novel mainstream. Yeah. I would think I, that's the first time I remember seeing also the Dark Knight Returns, but that was a, a straight up. But this was so separate that anyone could read it and be, be yeah. cool. Yeah.
2: Read it in an afternoon. Stands alone.
1: Well, and understand the universe. You yeah. know, yeah. there's yeah. no references to Batman in the 60s or Batman in the 70s.
3: Um, Speaking of uh, our uh, mm-hmm. speaking of our uh, universe history. Um, sorry, it keeps telling me my connection's weird. Am, are, am I coming through?
0: Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're all good. We got you Al.
3: Okay, cool. So, um, the uh, the Minutemen was a group of adventurers formed in 1939 to pool the resources of individual heroes in the fight against crime. And um, so we we all read this, right? Yeah, all yeah. four of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna play a game. Uh name a member of the men and what their power is. And we'll
0: start with Thoreau. A a member of the Minutemen?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. The the group that uh was prominent in the forties.
0: Um okay, so uh what Oh, oh. by the
3: way, there are eight of them.
0: Jeez. Um all right, so I remember was it Moth Mothman?
3: Yes. Or the Mothman? Yeah, Mothman, very good. Um Mothman. Okay, so Mothman. Um, <laughs> you would you would hope. Uh, his uh, real name was Byron Lewis. He used special wings to glide in the air while battling crime. Um, we're gonna hear maybe a little bit more about the uh, the House investigations. There was a um the House Un-American Activities yeah. Committee. McCarthy. Uh, yeah. So, um. The, the pressure from these house investigations precipitated Mothman's alcoholism and mental health issues that eventually landed him in a sanatorium in New England. All right, Josh. Uh,
1: his biggest problem was Man. he would just run into lights. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, Hooded Justice. Hooded Justice, very good. Uh, um, I think his powers were you know, skilled hand-to-hand combat
3: and a bad attitude. Uh, yes. Hooded Justice, the first costumed vigilante, utilized sheer brutality in his fight against crime. His identity was never revealed, though many conjectured he was a former circus strongman, Rolf Mueller. Hooded Justice vanished in 1952 when active mass vigilantes were forced to testify before the House Un-American Activities Committee and reveal their true identities. Gotcha. All right. Very good. Brian, name a, man, name, name a member of the Minutemen.
2: Josh took mine because I watched the HBO miniseries. Yeah. Um, uh, the owl, the other owl.
1: Yeah, Night <laughs> right? Owl. The original Night, Night owl.
2: owl. Yes. He had the ability to, uh, I don't know, go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that a dove? I think
1: that's a dove. All <laughs> he
0: can go, ca-caw. He's <laughs> the so, owl ca-chow, chicken make kachak kachak kachak.
1: Have any of you ever seen a chicken?
2: I have seen many chickens. Chicken Man. That's his his accomplice. Yeah, I don't know what the owl's power is. Uh, Superhuman
1: pellet pooping.
3: Genius level intellect, (laughs) I would guess. Nice try. Okay, so uh, Night Owl, uh, his real name was Hollis Mason. Uh, He was an average policeman inspired by an article on Hooded Justice to become Night Owl. Mason retired from hero work when Doctor Manhattan became a public mainstay. Uh, yeah, that was in the '60s, and uh, Mason opened a garage and eventually wrote a Minuteman tell-all book under the hood. Mm-hmm. All right, back to Thoreau.
0: <laughs> oh, um, Silk Specter.
3: Silk Specter, Silk yes. Um, Silk Specter. Uh, her name. She used to be, uh, she was born Sally Juspezik. Uh, she went by Sally Jupiter because um, she was trying to hide her Polish roots. She was a former waitress and burlesque dancer, advised by her agent to become a crime fighter.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> all it took. You're just not making it as a stripper. <laughs> Maybe you should beat up some people.
3: <laughs> uh, Josh.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: right. Name another. Uh, yeah, uh, dollar bill, right? Dollar bill, yes. Dollar bill, very good. <laughs> yeah, he can make uh, it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, his <laughs> real name was Bill Brady. He was originally a star college athlete from Kansas. Was employed as an in-house superhero to a major national bank, which went unnamed. A security uh, guard. We call that. He was shot dead when his cape became entangled in a revolving door while trying to stop a bank robbery.
1: That is pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that is some incredible level about, stuff.
1: Yeah, we've talked about the impracticality of capes before. Yeah. Um, Brian.
2: Uh, Wednesday Adams, that one gothic chick in the corner. Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know what her name that, is or what her power is. I assume that it's dark glares from the corner of the room. <laughs>
3: It's gardening and hiking. All right. Uh, Her name, uh, her code name was silhouette. Uh, Her real name was Ursula Zant. She was a Jewish Austrian immigrant who escaped the rise of Nazism in Germany. Always sought more meaningful exploits for the team, such as her exposure of a child pornography ring. She was expelled from the group in 1946 when it became public that she was a lesbian she and her lover were killed six weeks later by the liquidator, a former adversary seeking revenge. Thoreau, we've got two more.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, um the, 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 the beater upper.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
3: all right, you're gonna pass through, yeah. uh, Josh. You you got one. Shit. Oh, the comedian!
0: Yes,
2: (laughs) damn it! When you said the beater upper, that's what I assumed you meant.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Ah, he is. I can't believe I forgot about the comedian. We just watched Uh, a three-hour movie about him. uh, (laughs) He's always armed,
1: but he looks like he could, you know, hold his own in a fight. Plus, he's got some little sneaky moves, like we see in the movie where he throws the coffee cup as a distraction and shit. So, he's pretty good at fighting. It is
2: a great ten-minute set, also. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like airplane food. What happens to the other sock? Uh
3: real name Edward Blake, he was the youngest member of the group, was 18 when he joined. Uh-huh. He was basically a thug with a baseball bat. Um and he
0: <laughs> in his
3: heart. Fought.
1: No, he, cuz later, I'm sorry, but later on uh Harry Dean or Jeffrey Dean Morgan
3: is a psychopath
1: with a bat.
2: Yeah, right. wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
3: Um, So the comedian fought crime for monetary gain, robbing the criminals he defeated in battle. Capital style. (laughs) He was expelled from the Minutemen after the attempted rape of Sally Jupiter. And his imagery and weaponry would change as he left the group and began employment with the United States government.
1: And so these liberal superheroes were um, fine with that, but not a lesbian.
3: No, they expelled him. Yeah, I know it's on the same level, essentially. <laughs> um, so that leaves us with uh, one final member of the Minutemen. Uh, this is uh, Brian. Uh, you get a guess, and then it's anybody's game. Uh, slug Man. Nope. He is a human slug. Throw. Uh,
0: <laughs> Captain
3: does it good. Oh, you were halfway there, ah, Josh. Uh, Captain C- Carnage? Uh, no, he comes up later. He was actually a quote-unquote supervillain. Uh, oh, well,
1: Captain Chaos?
0: No, that was uh, Straight <laughs> the <making> tick? <laughs> Cap- <laughs> Cap- Captain Kangaroo. Mm. Um,
3: Brian, one last guess, armed with the rank of the- Captain.
2: <laughs> Captain Salt Shaker, the human slug's arch nemesis.
0: <laughs> Captain <Well>, Tennille?
3: No. <laughs> Okay, it was Captain Metropolis. Oh. His real name was Nelson Gardner. He was a former Marine lieutenant um, motivated by ending the social ills, such as promiscuity and anti-war protests. Those were
2: his social ills?
3: (laughs) Uh, He envisioned the Minutemen as modern patriots. And, in fact, uh, Captain Metropolis, in 1966, he attempted to form a new costumed hero group, the Crime Busters.
1: (laughs) The Uh, (laughs) Yardbirds.
3: The first and potentially last meeting of this group included the comedian and the second generation of heroes. Thoreau, name one of those heroes Uh, that was almost in the Crime Busters. uh, Rorschach. Yes. Real name Walter Kovacs, a violent and ruthless vigilante driven by moral absolutism. He wears a special mask with shifting ink blots and is quite possibly homeless. Josh,
1: <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> I got a. <laughs> I'm gay. I'm
0: new in town. All right, new in town. <laughs> oh, isn't <it> like aggressively <laughs> homosexual? Isn't that how he describes himself? <laughs>
2: Wait, Rorschach was gay?
0: No, he was doing a Mulaney
1: bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm supposed to guess one? Yeah.
3: Um, Ozymandias? Mandius, yes. Uh, Adrian Vite. a child prodigy, graduated high school and college before age 18. He gave away his family fortune after the death of his parents to see if he could be a success on his own. Uh, He became a costumed hero after the death of his business partner and love interest to a heroin overdose. Often cited as the smartest man in the world, Veidt is also depicted as the pinnacle of human physical ability. Brian. John Osterman. John Osterman, at that point known as Dr. Manhattan. He started off a nuclear physicist working at the Gila Flats test base in New Mexico. Osterman was vaporized after he became trapped in the test chamber of an intrinsic field generator. Learning to reconstitute himself over the next few months, he became a being of almost limitless power. His ability to perceive all moments of time simultaneously can be hindered by tachyons or a large magnitude electromagnetic pulse. Thoreau, two to go.
1: They're, they mirror, um, obviously, intentionally, but they mirror origins of well-known superheroes. You know, yeah. Ozzy's parents died. This guy's stuck in a chamber, like Banner. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's, it's fun. It's interesting.
0: Um, do we have a Silk Spectre too?
3: <laughs> Not yet. Ah, she was there. Plus, no, I love
4: the
1: movie The no. Muppets Take Dr. Manhattan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. She was there. We had not mentioned her yet. Um, Laurel Jane Laurie Juspejic, daughter of the original Silk Spectre, Sally Jupiter. Despite her lifelong desire to work with animals, Lori was pushed by her mother into the quote-unquote family business of crime fighting. And that leaves one more. Uh, Josh. Uh, the new Night Owl? Yes. Night Owl 2, as he was known. Dan. Uh, Dan Dreiberg he took up the mantle of Night Owl with the blessing of the original Hollis Mason utilized his massive inheritance and engineering know-how to build various crime-fighting gadgets and machines. And uh one final note, oh the uh the the Crimebusters uh, never really went anywhere. They every once in a while these these five would sort of team up. Captain Metropolis just kind of disappeared. Um but uh, they were never really a, a formal team, mm-hmm. um, although they were depicted. Uh, never was there a group of superheroes called the Watchmen. Oh, um, so yeah, it
1: refers to the Doomsday Clock, right? Or and our Doctor Manhattan's clock, and with, uh,
3: you um, know, uh, uh, the Watchmen, uh, Watchmen on the walls kind of thing. Yeah, the
1: Kennedy quote.
3: Yeah, the Kennedy quote. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, one final note uh, that uh, so that took place in 66. It was in 1977 that the Keene Act was passed outlawing vigilantes operating outside government mandates. Um, it was pointed out to me by Brian that there was a sequel. There were also prequels uh, that came out after this movie. In 2012, DC published a series of comics called Before Watchmen. The larger series consisted of eight limited series. For the Minutemen, Silk Spectre, The Comedian, Night Owl, Ozymandias, Rorschach, Dr. Manhattan, and Moloch, as well as a dollar bill one shot for a total of
0: 37 issues. Oh. Wow. Did I'm sorry, just uh, has anybody, has any of us read the uh, sequel? Um, I no. no, no, I don't think so. I'm wondering how much of the series was based on the sequel. That's a good uh, point.
2: From what I've read, none.
0: Okay. Um, I've
1: picked up, I haven't read it, but apparently some of the characters have been reintroduced into the actual DC universe in recent years. Like, recent, Um, recent years. Dr.
3: Manhattan and Superman have met.
1: Yeah, we're about to get to that.
3: Oh, sorry. Um, The actual sequel was called The Doomsday Clock, and it was a 12 issue limited run published from 2017 to 2019, written by Jeff Johns and penciled by Gary Frank. It takes place seven years after the New York massacre, um, which was exposed as fraud by Rorschach's journal. Um, Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It it, uh, places the Watchmen universe inside the DC multiverse with crossovers by Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and more. And the rest. And there was a, it was a, an interesting dichotomy between Superman and The Watchman. Uh, Superman being an alien who uh, personifies humanity and um, you know takes it as his own, and then this human who is no longer a human and no longer has any human concerns,
1: alienated from humanity. Yeah. So it's the difference between you know Superman and Nietzsche's Ubermensch, Doctor Manhattan
0: yeah yeah um it's yeah it's it's like one is messy and one is neat and they have to Mm -hmm. live together in the same apartment
1: (laughs) well one feels too much the other feels
0: not enough yeah one is chocolate one is peanut butter superman is a moody emotional drama queen (laughs) guy yeah
2: he's just trying to get laid man
0: yeah huh well, I mean, he's Superman and he has a super penis. What's he going to do with it? Super sex. Fuck. Nobody ever knows. Yeah,
3: that's all we got for comics history.
0: All right. Well, thank you. That was fun. Yeah, that was. I liked that, Al. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome for bringing us. This game. <laughs> um, all right, so
3: then that brings us to. The oh, I'm I'm sorry. The larger point when I asked about what is their superpower, nobody has superpowers except Doctor Manhattan.
0: Yeah, that's what right. I was gonna say. Um, I I yeah, I didn't actually get around to saying it, but all of their powers is just beating up people. How? Right. Yeah. However, it seems like in this movie they have more than human strength. A lot of them they do perform. Feats on screen that you know, for all of like Zack Snyder's like realism, yeah. They they like do things that are impossible for actual humans to do physically.
2: Well, not to mention the mask with ink blots that continue to shift.
0: Yeah, right. that was one of my unanswered questions. How does yeah. that work?
2: How much money does that mask, mask cost to maintain?
0: Yeah, who
3: sure. makes it? Good point. Um, it was a fabric that came out in the, the 60s. Uh, it was two sheets of latex um, with liquid in between. Um,
1: oh, like a hairy, whatever, like those doodle. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah the, the magnet. Yeah, uh, the like it. an etch a sketch?
1: Head. No. Do you remember the like hairy, the head? Oh, or those ones. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You if could you draw mustache on them, them.
3: Yeah. Well, Same yeah. Technology. That was uh, magnets. Um, yeah. Right, but it was between two layers of plastic. Yeah. Uh like that. Uh Walter Kovac's uh Rorschach, he used to work in a dress shop and there was like uh, a special um uh, a special dress that was commissioned and then the woman she hated it. It was made out of this fabric. The um, woman hated it, so he took this dress and made his uh, oh. made his mask out of it.
1: It would have ah. been funny if she loved it and then she's just walking around New York with the Rorschach mask <laughs> dress.
3: Yeah. And it was <laughs> uh um heat sensitive. Kind of like, uh, what was that stuff called? Hypercolor. Back in, hypercolor. 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 <laughs> yep. It was heat sensitive, but it was just black and white. It was, so it was like hy- a mood hyper, ring. Hyper black and white. Face. Ha- have hyper you, noir.
0: Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen? There is actually someone did make an actual Rorschach mask that works recently. It's basically just fancy next next generation hypercolor because as you breathe, it heats it up and it turns dark, and then you know that. Oh yeah. That, so it actually huh. does exist now in 2021. But it still doesn't it's still not exactly like Rorschach. It's not like all over it's just kind of like the same pattern slightly different over and over as you breathe in it. uh-huh, but um, all right, so that brings us to the film itself. um, the watchman on the big screen uh it was originally acquired by uh Lawrence Gordon and Joel Silver in nineteen eighty six They were gonna make Joel it silver, yeah, yeah, Mr. Joel Silver, who makes everything um i mean god what he start with like the warriors weird science commando and jack flash joel, joel silver producer extraordinaire um yeah. um by uh it was a 20th century fox that bought it um through them um alan moore refused to write the screenplay <laughs> and as he has to this day refused to have anything to do with adapting it so they enlisted Sam Hamm, who wrote uh, Batman 89. Um, they wanted him to make it more manageable for the screen. So he decided that the ending should be rewritten to involve an uh, assassination plot and a time paradox. <laughs> um, <laughs> that did not get made. Um, it was kind of just in, pro- in a pre-production through 91. Um, then it got sold to Warner brothers where Terry Gilliam was brought on. Terry hmm. Gilliam was supposed to uh, direct it. Um, and it was going to be written by his writing partner, uh, Charles McCowan. Um, they were only able to raise $25 million for the film. Um, which is not, was not enough. They estimated they needed a hundred million dollars in 1991 money wow. to make it. Um,
1: I'm kind of glad he didn't.
0: Yeah, I think it would have... I don't think he was the right filmmaker for it. It would have been... I think it would have been a glorious disaster. Um, Yeah. um, He described it as unfilmable when he left it. Um, It kind of got put on the shelf then until 2001 um, when it got sent to Universal. Um, At that point, um, Lawrence Gordon... And uh, partnered with Lloyd Levin, who is a, a producer, also, um, and they brought in um David Hayter to write and direct. David Hayter um did the X Men. He was a writer for the X Men, X Men 2. Um he uh it's it's really weird because he's also he's best known as the voice actor for Solid Snake on Metal Gear. So I I of course. it's so weird that he also has this like side writing career, but he's mostly known as snake. Um, but, uh, he was going to write and direct it. Uh, the, uh, that fell through creative differences. Um, then they, uh, brought it to revolution studios. Um, that fell apart. Then they brought it to paramount where it was supposed to be a Michael Bay film.
1: Uh-huh. Again, no, for a different reason, but no.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, Michael Bay, um, it never happened for whatever reason, and we know
1: what reason. He's all. I feel like transforming.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. Actually, around this time, it probably would have been Bad Boys Two, and um, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) yeah, who knows? Or Miami Vice. Yeah, I think that was Michael Mann. Yeah. Um. So, uh, then at that point, Darren Aronofsky was brought on board getting better um, yeah yeah um aronofsky uh of course requiem for a dream the fountain black swan um he worked on it for about a year or so and then left um at that point paul greengrass got brought on <laughs> paul greengrass the um what's that the the paul greengrass who's known as the born the born dude. He directed all the Born movies.
1: Everyone was born. Oh, oh, the Born movie. Born,
0: yeah, the Born Identity, Born Supremacy, the <laughs> Born things again. Yeah, Born in, Born to the New Batch. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the habit. Um. So, uh, yeah. So ultimately, he couldn't get it off the ground either. Nobody at uh. Universal was happy with, or I'm sorry, at this point it was at Paramount, was happy with with the shape of the script or anybody's vision for it. Um, And now it's at 2005. They bring in Tim Burton. Uh, uh, The ringer. Yeah. Tim Burton uh, decides not to do it. However, um, Warner Brothers um, gets their hands back on it. And after the success of 300, they bring on Mr. Zack Snyder. And that's the point where the film actually starts going into production. Zack Snyder, um, director. He started out directing um, commercials. He did a lot of uh, beer and uh, car commercials in the 90s. Um, (laughs) Were they (laughs) heavy-handed? Yeah. Well, and he also directed the music video for Somebody to Shove by Soul Asylum.
1: I like that song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like Soul Asylum. They're kind of underrated. Um so uh yeah. Um th- he got to start as a commercial director and a uh music video director. We see a lot of that in this show. Um and then he got his big break uh with his feature in two thousand four, Dawn of the Dead. Um I love that movie. That's a great movie. That is a that's great movie. That's the first time movie.
1: we saw Fast Zombies. Do you remember how shocking it was?
0: That was wait, wait, was that Was that before 28 Days Later? Yes. Oh. Because I thought 28 Days Later was the first time we saw Fast Zombies. That may be true. Hmm. I'm not sure which one came first.
1: I swore it was Dawn of the Dead, but yeah, that was a really well-made movie all around.
0: It was. Remake. And it was set in Milwaukee, which is funny because after I lived in Milwaukee rewatching it, I'm like, hey, that's Chicago. (laughs) Uh so uh, uh, yeah
3: so uh, 28 days later was 2002 and Dawn of the oh. Dead was 2004. Ah. <laughs> all right. So then you're right. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, he got I mean he basically just got hired for jobs after that. After that he got 300 and 300 was a huge hit of course as we all know. Um that was kind of his breakout even more than Dawn of the Dead. And then um then Watchmen. Um he'd follow up Watchmen with Legends of the Guardians. <laughs> The Owls of Cahooley.
1: You think you can just fly through the air like the Owls of Legend?
0: That is a directing credit. It wasn't one of those weird ones where he gets like a producer like brought to you. No, the man directed that movie.
1: Or a Garfield situation. Yeah. He's just confused and next thing you know, he signed a contract.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, We will, of course, see him again um, soon. Well, in in, eh, probably a couple months. Uh Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and of course eventually someday on this show, the Snyder <laughs> Cut of Justice League. Which which comes out in four days. Five days? Five days? Four, four, days, four days, or yeah. five days, yeah. Um
1: so <laughs> Yeah. It might have to be the one where we Oh shit. Never mind. Okay. Well, since we do theatrical releases, we'll have to watch the the one that was released in theaters, right? Well, no, no,
0: we're doing that one absolutely because that was in theaters in what was what it, seventeen, eighteen, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, well, so if we do the later cut, we can just talk about things that are new. That, I think it's getting a short release in theaters too, right? I believe it is. Um, well, yeah. we, oh, well, we we go. we were discussing with twenty twenty um, and the complete collapse of the theater industry. How we are going to do this going forward? Um, and we thought possibly for twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one movies, we would assuming the the film industry goes back to theaters in, as normal. Um, mm-hmm. I was saying that um, that uh, AAA releases um, that didn't make it into theaters might um, get into our list for these two years. That makes sense. But um, so um, anyways, um, Zack Snyder. Um, so I kind of looked into his background because I was trying to c- kind of figure this dude out. Cause I don't really get him and his filmmaking aesthetic. Like mm-hmm. I know there's people that love him and he's like right up their alley, but I'm not one of those people. Um, I was trying Same to figure here. out where he was coming from thematically. He was, he was raised a Christian scientist. Um, I couldn't really find much of anything in that, that I thought connected to his body of work. Um, other than that, he just seemed to be just a dude. He just seems to be like just you ran like just 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 a guy. Nothing so weird in his background. Did he, break,
1: did he break in via writing or? No, no, I directing you said, commercials, you, you said commercials, but how did he even? You he, know. he
0: went to film school and then made, made contacts it. in film school and started getting jobs. You know, he started um, he he got jobs on set where he'd be like best boy and stuff and worked his way up and then got jobs directing commercials. Just he worked up through the industry. Nothing right. really special no, about the dude as far no, as no spotted in a bar mitzvah. Yeah, nothing like that. So, you know. Um this movie was written by David Hayter, who I uh as I mentioned, his his draft made it largely into this. That's uh solid snake. Um he also wrote the first two X-Men and um Alex uh Alex uh Say. Um who uh is uh Snyder's
4: well, no, he doesn't
0: work with Snyder too much. I thought he was Snyder's go-to guy, but he's not. Um, let's see. He wrote Sucker Free City, The 2018 Superfly. Oh, and is a an executive producer on the 2019 TV series Wu Tang and American Saga. Oh, far out. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this is like his biggest uh writing credit for This is like his biggest credit period basically is is a uh, writing, writing credit on Watchmen. Um, the cat. I didn't have problems with the script No, it was about as good As a Watchmen script As a single feature film could be
1: Well, a lot of it was Alan Moore's uh, Yeah
3: Yes, a lot of it came directly From the pages, uh, dialogue wise I did my Final watch last night With my trusty graphic novel by my side uh-huh. And uh, was able To follow along with most of the dialogue Throughout
0: this was an extremely faithful adaptation and and it works with, with one major obvious difference at the end. Right. Yep. Um, but, uh, it, um, yeah, it's yeah. The graphic novel is basically their storyboard. Um, so, um, let's see. Uh, the our cast uh we've got uh malin akerman as uh laurie jupiter silk specter 2 um she's a swedish american actress she was born in stockholm um let's see she got a big break in the utopian society in 2003 she was in harold and Kumar Go to white castle um she has a
1: non-speaking role in old school, but nobody forgets it. She's in the Jello wrestling or the oh, baby oil wrestling or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. She's in a movie called Wanderlust, a David Way movie. She's very funny. In That's that. a good movie. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, she's in 27 Dresses, um, Rock of Ages, uh, 2018's Rampage. Um, <laughs> she's been in the uh, series Billions for uh, for a little while. Um hmm. So, uh,
3: she did the voice of black widow, black widow in uh, an episode of robot chicken.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Obviously these people were not unknowns, but I'm, I'm glad they went low key on the casting. They did because can't you hear some unimaginative exec being like Tom Cruise for Ozymandias? It'll be perfect. You know, shit like that.
0: Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So in earlier attempts to make the movie, um, this role was, um, names floated for this role were hillary swank natalie portman rachel weiss um jessica alba um yeah so um billy crudup as dr manhattan slash john osterman billy crudup of course best known um for uh almost famous
1: yeah i like him me too yeah
0: I think he's I think he's kind of underrated. Uh he was in Big Jesus F- Son is a really neat movie. That's oh, yes. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh he was in uh Everyone Says I Love You. <laughs> uh, that was kind of one of his first films. Uh Inventing the Abbots. Um Let's see. Big Fish, uh Mission Impossible 3, The Good Shepherd, um Eat Pray Love. <laughs> Oh, eat pre love. Uh, and uh, since it, let's see, he was in Spotlight in 2015. Um, oh, he was in the Justice League in 2017 as Dr. Henry Allen.
2: Yeah. He was also in Alien yeah. Covenant as the strangely religious exo of the ship. It was weird.
0: Um. Let's see. Uh, Matthew Good played Ozymandias, Adrian Veidt, Um Let's see. He was his breakthrough role was chasing Liberty in two thousand four. Um, he was in Match Point in two thousand five. That's a Woody Allen movie. Um, the romantic comedy Leap Year. Oh my God. <laughs> Where they? Yeah. All right. That movie. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, let's see, he's been in The Good Wife, Downton Abbey, The Crown. He seems to do a lot of, like, uh, fancy British guy roles. Yeah, period pieces. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got Rorschach, Walter Kovacs, Jackie Earl Haley. Um, okay, this was
1: an inspired move. Yeah. Yeah. He had not been on the scene. <laughs> he had not been on the scene. No. But he looks exactly like Dave Gibbons depiction.
0: Oh God. Yeah, he does. Well, okay. So, um, he was best known, um, in his early career, um, as one of the bad news bears. Mm hmm. He was in uh, several bad news bears movies. Uh, then, um, let's see, he was in breaking away in 70, in 79. That's a bicycling movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, Got and then like a bunch of not good movies: The Zoo Gang, Doll Man, Nemesis, Maniac Cop Three, Badge of Silence, um, <laughs> the Quiet Maniac. And then from 1993 until 2006, he did not work. Hmm. Um,
1: in 2000, 2000- got on his dirt bike and rode away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um he was in a couple movies that year uh all or little children um all the king's men um and then in 2008 he was in semi-pro and then he got Watchmen. um didn't spielberg use him around that time not oh he was in Shutter island i mean that's a scorch station oh he was in lincoln in 2012 right um, he also played Freddy Krueger in the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, he was in RoboCop, the RoboCop remake. Oh my god, <laughs> the Dark Tower, the, oh. the 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 hour and a half movie that they adapted seven thousand page books into. <laughs> um, it was terrible. It was so sad. I refuse to even watch it. That's I'm a I I Very really like the Dark Tower series and that that yeah. movie no um and then uh his most recent most recently he's been in alita Bat- battle angel <laughs> um,
3: Okay. wow he's got uh some more comic books comic book cred um recently 2016 he was in the first episode uh, the first season of preacher oh. as odin Kincanon. oh um And he was in 12 episodes of The Tick as The Terror, and he was amazing. I bet. Uh,
0: Cool. Let's see. uh, Patrick Wilson played uh, Daniel Dryberg, Night Owl 2, in earlier – Well, okay. Well, so Patrick Wilson, um, he got a start on Broadway. um, Then he was in uh, The Full Monty, um, Mm. Angels in America, Uh, let's see. The 2004 Phantom. Oh, he was the dude from Hard Candy. Yes, that's right. Insidious. Um, The Conjuring. Wow, he did a bunch of those those 2010s horror movies. Um, I like him. Yeah, Annabelle. Like a bunch of those. He killed it on Fargo season two. Oh yeah. Oh, he was in the A Team remake. Um. Young adult. Um, Space Station 76. I have not heard of that movie. <laughs> um, or or sounds... the
1: first 75 base stations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he played President of the United States in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Huh. And um, let's see. This He'll year, be an Aquaman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aquaman as Orm Marius or the Ocean Master. Um. <laughs> This coming this year, uh, The Conjuring, the devil made me do it.
1: (laughs) Oh, he was in all The Conjuring's, which the first one is pretty good.
0: I haven't seen a Conjuring movie. It's all right. Um, Let's see. So, uh, this role in earlier days was uh, offered up to Kevin Costner, Christopher Walken, Richard Gere, um, and John Cusack.
1: That's exactly what I was talking about mm-hmm. with the Tom Cruise shit. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um Carla Gugino as uh the as the original silk specter. Um she was in Troop Beverly Hills, This Boy's Life, The Spy Kids trilogy. <laughs> Somebody had to uh Ninth Museum. A lot of kids' stuff these days. Um Haunting of Hill
1: House oh yeah huh i think she's cute i always liked seeing her pop up yeah she, she's a good actor
0: earlier attempts to make the film this uh role was offered to Liv tyler jamie lee curtis catherine zeta jones and sigourney weaver
1: um <laughs> yes let's see former stripper and burlesque dancer sigourney weaver right
0: <laughs> <laughs> not saying she can't
1: i'm not saying she can't yeah
0: but and then, of course, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Edward Blake, the comedian. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, Supernatural, he's well known for <laughs> Supernatural,
1: uh, charismatic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was uh, the uh, the Walking Dead. He played Negan. That's the season I bowed out of, and I was like, I just can't Damn. do this anymore. Yeah, so when brutal. they beat
1: Carl the Death, I was like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, even that, and I was just like, this show's never going to go anywhere. They're no. never going to get anywhere. The central problem never changes. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is I the first season of that series was so, so good. good. It was one of the best seasons Let's of television. The second yeah. one, I, was, oh, I, I, I felt there was a pretty big quality drop off in the second season. But um, I'd agree, but yeah, it still was all right. But um, after four, five seasons, I was like this. They're never getting anywhere. Nothing's ever yeah. going to happen on this show ever. Yeah.
1: And with Negan. Yeah, it got to the point where zombies were no longer even the issue.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. He was also my God, his film career <laughs> up in. This film grew up to watch him and it's crazy. Uh, uncaged, Undercover Heat, Legal Deceit, Roadkill, Something More, Dead and Breakfast, Chasing Ghosts, Red Claws. Just <laughs> <a>
1: saying words. <laughs> he's very he's very dashing. He has that Bruce Campbell kind of thing. Like yeah. hasn't been used enough, but ooh, cuts a good profile.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh let's see, we will see him as Thomas Wayne and Batman v Superman Donna Justice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: see, I think right, yeah.
0: Um, oh. yeah. Uh this year he's got two <laughs> movies coming out, The Unholy and The Integrity of Joseph Chambers.
3: Is Jonah Hex on our list?
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: All right. We'll see him in that as well. Coming up pretty soon. Woohoo.
0: Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Um, <laughs> oh, God, there's so many people in this damn movie. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of run through the rest. Yeah, Stephen McCaddy Holland as Holland, Hollis Mason, Night Owl 1, Dan Payne as Dollar Bill, N- Niall Matter as Mothman, Apollonia Vinova as Silhouette, Glenn Ennis as Hooded Justice daryl sheeler as captain metropolis then we had matt frewer as Moloch. matt frewer aka the dude that accosted supergirl yeah sexual assault <laughs> yeah uh, Number
3: one. i thought that was another inspired casting choice matt Frewer agree. was great yeah and possibly a nod to that
1: tiny cameo you know zach like loves dc and he loves superman
3: so who knows yes
0: um let's see laura mennell as Jan- Janie slater oh.
3: he also had uh matt frewer in dawn of the dead
0: yes he oh, did oh yeah huh um danny woodburn as a uh, big figure um <laughs> that was <laughs> oh my that was, god that was kramer's buddy right yeah mickey yeah
1: and they would get mad at each other all the time and they would <laughs> fight and it would just be hilarious how mickey would get this ginormous Kramer to the ground
0: every time time. because that dude is so tall
3: so
1: tall
0: (laughs) Uh, let's see Uh, Robert Wisden as Richard Nixon, Frank Novak as Henry Kissinger, I was thinking of a turtle Mr. Uh,
1: President so the Kissinger (laughs) casting was fine that Nixon was terrible
0: oh god that Nixon was so prosthetic looking (laughs) yeah,
1: didn't even try to do a voice
0: it was just that guy yeah um, let's see, uh, Michael Cap Buchanan, yeah, Pat. That, B- was, it, that yeah. was another well, one, and McLaughlin. M- M- McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, every time I see someone do McLaughlin, I just think of Dana Carvey's McLaughlin. Dana Carvey's-
1: Jimmy <laughs> John, Johnny <laughs> John,
0: John 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 Jojo What do you have
1: for breakfast? Uh, Cornflakes. Wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we got uh, Lee Iacocca. Lee yeah. Iacocca got murdered. <laughs>
1: Right. (laughs) You think 1985, you know. Those
0: with the stars. Yeah. That's that's, uh, pretty much all of our production there. Um, I have a few Rotten Tomatoes uh, reviews. (laughs) Um, The one and only (laughs) critic review I have, not an audience review, is uh, Matt Singer. And he wrote, the only way to truly adhere to Alan Moore's vision of The Watchmen would be to not make the movie in the first place hot take dude. <laughs> yes <laughs> you are not wrong snyder burgers <laughs> snyder burgers Sn- <laughs> snyder dogs <laughs> yeah that's better um peter <laughs> peter w writes there are two types of comic book movie fans those that appreciate a beautifully crafted story and visuals dark knight batman begins iron man v for vendetta winter soldier And those that think your run of the mill MCU movie is amazing, except the Russo Brothers films, those are amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the second person is not a comic book fan.
0: If you're you're in the first group, this movie will blow your mind because it's an unappreciated masterpiece. Every time I watch it, I catch something new. If you're in the second group, this movie isn't for you. It's long and complicated and will likely bore you or make your head hurt with its complexity. In short, it's beyond your ability to appreciate. So just, Whoa. Mo- so just move along and watch Ant-Man. He shrinks, lol.
1: <laughs> that took a quick left turn. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, Kaylee A. writes... Oh, that was uh, five stars, by the way. Kaylee A. writes... This is one of the most well-written shows ever. It's beautifully done. <laughs> Regina King is incredible. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's
1: the show,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> five stars. She's uh, the kind of
1: person who liked the Ferris Bueller TV show more than the
0: yeah. movie. She's the kind of person. Wait, that's a thing? Who, she's the kind of person oh, yeah. who, who clicked the wrong thumbnail <laughs> on
1: <laughs> Rotten
2: Tomatoes. Yes. She bought the yeah. tiny chair on Amazon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: thought it was a, yeah, it was a show. Jennifer Aniston was on it.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, she played the sister. Yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. The Jennifer Grey role. So, all right. So, Tim, <laughs> just Tim writes, more <laughs> more boring, woke nonsense going as far as to appropriate real historical <laughs> events to elicit outrage. <laughs> <laughs> he read Wait. too deep in the wrong pool. This dude does not know what Alan woke. Yeah, woke nonsense Yes, this dude does not know what Alan Moore is about
1: Right, because the ultimate liberal utopia Includes Richard Nixon in his open-ended presidential terms Right Seriously <laughs> Yeah, very woke I have a
2: feeling, though, that that is in response also To the uh, television show To the series, yeah, I think yeah. so
0: because oh that's yeah we know that makes yeah. sense, yeah,',
2: Because, yeah, I'm confused by him thinking that any of this is woke,
1: right, but the series was, yeah, they yep. so that's his point. The series they were taking down the clan, and that's just too much for Tim, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tim doesn't like
0: that,
2: it's like the clan doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? Robert Bedford's <laughs> been president for decades, decade.
0: <laughs> uh, and anonymous writes, I thought this movie was about men who invented watches. Boy was I wrong
2: <laughs> however, Tell us your name you coward
0: However I had to leave the theater After like 20 minutes because my mom Called me for Purim Happy Purim everybody <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my favorite
2: That's the best review ever
1: Yeah that's chaos I, I love it when it's like the Joker wrote this Review <laughs>
2: He's got bees in the oh, brain Roger. He's afraid to tell us his name
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yeah, So him and Roger Ebert Guys are you ready to jump into this thing?
2: Ready for hours of entertainment
0: It's all a joke I feel fear for the last time
2: oh. <laughs> Put me in that chamber Let me vaporize Good for you
0: uh, Here it is everybody The Watchmen We open on yellow, (laughs) yellow, 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 uh, Paramount logo, yellow stuff. Um, and the iconic happy face button. We, um,
1: real quick. Sorry. This is a really, he's not the first obviously, or last, but he, he did a lot of exposition in these titles. A lot, a lot, almost the whole history. I brought up with the previous groups, right? I wish it was not a Bob Dylan song.
0: Right. Well, we'll get to that first. We have the entire first scene before we get to the titles though.
1: Oh, you're right. The comedian scene is before that. Yeah.
0: We open on the happy face button. I apologize. And we have, we meet the comedian. He's drinking tea. He's watching the McLaughlin group. Um, We find out that Nixon's still president. We get all of the background of the, the world and the uh, TV. Um, There's high tensions with the Soviets. They're going to invade Afghanistan. Uh, we find out that um the nuclear deterrent that America has is dr manhattan um an intruder whose face we don't see breaks into the man's apartment. They have a big fight the man- um the comedian is beaten and thrown out the window. he falls to the ground below and is dead um I, th- I mean this movie is good like like all of this is good stuff. I think
2: it's so. cool. It's a really cool sequence. Yeah.
0: Um, this suits Zack Snyder's. I think this is his best superhero movie. Like, I don't. Oh, yeah. I think, Same here. I think without question, it's. I kept having to ask myself, this is all really good. Why am I so bored?
1: Because it was so true to a, a novel. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Like, there, I don't really have anything to complain about. It was all very well done. I just, I kept finding my mind drifting and being like, yep, that's a beautifully framed scene that perfectly captures the graphic novel.
2: Well, and, and I'll just say this before we get too deep into the movie. Watch it, comparing this to 300. Oh. Which yep. is big framed shots of a fuck ton of action. Whereas these are just big framed shots of, like the beginning okay. scene is amazing. It's action, yeah. action packed. But like right. 90% of this movie is exposition
0: and yeah. In conversation.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Very much. And you know, obviously, in the
2: comics yeah. and voiceovers. Yeah. And, and you
1: don't notice it when you're reading a comic book because, yeah. you know, but yeah, there's a lot of two people sitting across from a table
0: talking well, to each other. Yeah. Well, and I think that's. A bit of showing. That's the thing, too, is I, I really feel like this kind of story lends itself much better to, to a series. Than yeah. it does to a feature film because a feature film, okay, so a series, sure, it's it could be all it can be ninety percent talking and flashbacks and this kind of stuff, but it's in like forty-five minute increments, and you're at home, right. and you can get up and go to the bathroom, um, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Snyder could have avoided that. But no, so, I mean I, yeah. I think there are
2: ways to avoid that. Like I'm I, looking at the the way that they shot stuff there could have been moments of them shooting, like editing could have been done a little bit differently to make for a more interesting, like a la Breaking Bad, where you show a X-Acto knife multiple times, making that pointless thing interesting Mm -hmm. until it happens. I I don't know exactly how I would have fixed it, but I I could see editing being a place to really, really save the pacing of the way the movie looks on screen.
0: Well, he definitely decided to go for a very deliberate, older pace of film like yeah. very very slow like like rolling forward kind of thing
2: leaned into the mystery a lot and yeah cin- cinematography uh, the cinematography didn't really lend itself to that as much it was just big big pictures it, it looked like a graphic novel
0: yeah right. it did yeah but it, it's a movie it looked beautiful you know? it did look beautiful too and so yeah I don't know. Well, and there's no
1: way you could sell any of these characters short. Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. way you could chop their arc down. It's not like an X-Men movie where it's like miscellaneous mutants. I don't need <laughs> to know about that mutant, but they're there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there's no way he could have like chopped off Dr. Manhattan's storyline or even I, I guess the smallest would have been Night Owls. Um, but yeah, there's no way you yeah. could just cut these characters up.
0: Yeah, no, no. You There really isn't. And he there was just a lot he had a lot to get through um yeah and yeah. and like Brian was saying yeah everything was was framed like like a big a big panel from a like yeah. like a splash page every shot was a splash page in yeah. reference
3: to the credit sequence which we're about almost to get to
0: yeah
3: um fuck <laughs> god they, damn it they threw in a lot of the story into the credit sequence and trimmed a lot, a lot of, this was yeah. actually the best uh instance of show don't tell. Right. Um, Cause they yeah, went it was, through basically the entire history of the Minutemen uh, in the course of a Bob Dylan song. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. that yeah. That
2: is a really good use of time. I thought too. Yes,
3: exactly. It's pragmatic and
1: it's frugal. Yeah. But yeah For yeah, a I, guy who makes four <laughs> hour long yeah.
2: Yeah. After having to rewatch this movie last night because I fell asleep at the beginning of the third act, I was like, "God, I've seen this movie so many times, and I still can't stay awake through it." It, it just felt like the editing shots within the scenes could have moved well, differently.
0: He, w- that's the thing, though, is he will literally just linger on like a slow push in of something with no dialogue. So, yeah. yes, yes, he was kind of he was like really, really bringing shortening it as much as he could while at the same time, really, really keeping the pace slow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wait, are we criticizing someone for lingering on a point?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> this horse demands to be beaten.
0: Um, all right. Slow so, fan. so we get to the opening credits. Well, and as far as the graphic
1: novel, cause we brought it up before as a, uh, as a negative but he did it and it was super subtle it wasn't like angley or even frank miller last week where it's just like okay we get it it's yeah. a box it's a panel <laughs> yeah anyway exactly yeah
0: um i don't know if anyone could have done a better job making this into a single feature film i just think the material I, yeah. is what it is i, I don't, don't think, think so
2: either i just think that yeah there are places that's where i would improve to make this movie feel faster yeah yeah <laughs>
0: more Excellent. more interesting yeah. Um. But that that's not. Yeah. And and I don't want to malign, um, the cinematography or anything. It it looked beautiful. Yeah. The whole thing it's
2: looked beautiful. Incredibly beautiful movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So all right. We let's see. Um. We get images of the Watchmen story throughout the decades. The Minutemen all of them, to the tune of the times they are changing. Um. <laughs> not the tune. Well, yeah. Two times. You, you
1: have to hear his voice. I don't know.
0: I mean it it that it's a, that's a choice. It's a bold interesting choice to choose one of Bob Dylan's most iconic songs.
1: And yeah, to have him do it
2: yeah, I don't know. Well, and to play it in its entirety, right? That's yeah, every verse of the song. Yeah, the, I, yeah. The
0: uh yeah. yeah, the I imagine that the uh the music rights budget for this film was humongous. It had to be. Yeah. We were
2: talking about the musical cues and we'll get to some of that, but Al and I were talking about that and they are, some of them are directly from the comic book, which is really, right. really, really neat.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So then we go back after the credit sequence uh, to uh, Eddie's apartment. We discover who he is. There's two detectives discussing whether or not he was a government operative. Then we get Rorschach. I uh, we get <laughs> Rorschach's fucking voice over this dude, this four chan QAnon Land cell yeah. dude, an
1: abattoir filled with you know. You know.
0: Taxi- I mean, the character was very, very much modeled after um, what's his face from Taxi Driver, right? I mean, with the voiceover oh, Travis, Bickle. Travis Bickle. I mean, he's basically yes. Travis Bickle. It's like the same kind of like narration, um
2: same well, kind of incel thing minus the sexual aspects right. of it
0: yeah and
1: and someone who obviously isn't that bright or educated trying to sound smart
0: yes yeah Yeah. there's no well, need to use the word and, abattoir and super super melodramatic too just like they turn to me for first <laughs> for their salvation and i say no like just right. so melodramatic and over the He's top like, the
2: city's horse like whoa dude chill the fuck out man yeah. what are you doing right now tell us the more about what you're
1: provides doing provides snowball.
0: <laughs> the city provides <laughs> you'll never find snow like this in the mountains <laughs> Um. alright so uh, Rorschach is investigating the scene after the cops leave he finds the man's secret superhero closet Daniel's or um not Daniel uh Eddie's superhero closet, um then we cut to a house where an old man regales a younger man with tales of his superhero youth. It's the two night owls uh younger night owl is Daniel <laughs> we uh find out that Nixon outlawed superheroes in the seventies um so now nah, I'll leave it for unanswered questions, all right, so um, <laughs> Daniel. Goes home. He finds Rorschach there. Rorschach tells him about Eddie being dead. Tells him he thinks there's a killer on the loose targeting ex-superheroes. We discover they used to be partners. And we see Daniel's cool underground superhero lair. Um, Rorschach and Daniel must have been a real interesting pairing. Yeah. Because Daniel's like the most goobery, mild-mannered dude. And Rorschach yeah. is Rorschach.
1: I was trying to think of a a comic duo that it related to, but I couldn't quite come up with it. I guess anyone and Wolverine, but yeah, just yeah. so salty and so not at all.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, Daniel goes to visit billionaire Adrian Veidt, who uh went public as a sup- as the superhero Ozymandias.
3: Jump in now. Did you have something? Um, I w- I was gonna say that it's uh, with uh, Rorschach and um Night Owl, they're almost two sides of Batman. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's that um, is true. Like the,
3: the the gadget guy and the hyper brutal <laughs> detective. <laughs> well, yeah. the guy who's seen the darkest side. Yeah, and
2: and is over principled. You know, he oh, does yeah. not bend whatsoever. Reading the
1: cha- chaotic good, it. yeah, yeah, side of
2: him versus neutral, neutral, right? The uh, the night F owl, Superman. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, man. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever the government tells me to do. You know, you
0: like the, my so glasses. Dude. Yeah, sure, and, and actually, then with Ozymandias, you've got like some Bruce Wayne in there. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of or, well, or Lex Luthor yeah more appropriately But well yeah yeah
3: i mean if lex Luthor had had a squeaky clean history
0: public image yeah huh i don't know i mean yeah i mean the okay uh, especially in the landscape of 1980s uh comics this story is extremely clever as far as how it plays with the tropes of the time the traditional comic book tropes um I mean, there's a reason it's a classic. It is like it, 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 it turned every trope on its head. And
1: it's just, it's oozing with subtext, Mm -hmm. which is fun. A good story has a lot of that
0: underlying current. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, he, Daniel goes to visit Ozymandias, tells him about Rorschach's warning, Adrian is Unworried Then Rorschach Goes to visit uh, Dr. Manhattan At a government lab With his girlfriend Laurie Silk Spectre 2 Electric Boogaloo <laughs> Dr. Manhattan The new batch Yeah
1: <laughs> New batch Is the new corn wheat <laughs>
0: Electric uh, Electric Boogaloo 2 <laughs> The new batch <laughs> um.
1: Still taken
0: Taken two new batch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta keep an eye on this kid.
2: (laughs) Just Uh, gotta have more kids in case one gets
0: kidnapped. (laughs) You you can take as many as you want. How many taken's did they make? Was it like three or four? (laughs) How many takens? How many kids does Liam Neeson have?
2: I thought it was just the one kid. I thought that I she thought just that always too. dated like a Turkish drug dealer who then got her kidnapped. <laughs> <She> just <laughs> yeah. kept
0: getting kidnapped like Alexis on Shit's Creek. Um, all right, so uh, Doctor Manhattan is swinging free, and he tells. Uh, I have to say, I remember at the time um, there being like articles in on yeah. in magazines and on websites about. <laughs> how like hardcore it was that we were going to see the blue dong
2: yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean and in the theaters that thing was like three feet long oh yeah that's huge i
1: was like that (laughs) thing could crud up (laughs) 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 Uh, um that's another uh, i I don't go ahead
3: to answer the question there were three takens and uh one uh tv series
0: what there was a series
3: it, yes. was wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was called taking it to the streets. But anyways,
1: the um the most human quality of Dr. Manhattan is his sexual side, that he gets horny and he can feel love and affection. So it's, I don't even know if Alan Moore meant it, but there's that Superman thing that we've talked about before. Absolutely. You know, like, I'm definitely
0: human in that way. Well, and Dr. Manhattan not only is human in that way, he's like thirsty as fuck. Fuck. thirsty. Yeah. yeah. He's a real freak, man. Uh-huh. He's on the prowl. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, he's all, "Hey
1: baby, I'm a doctor."
0: <laughs> the doctor of Manhattan. Doctor Love, <laughs> yeah. or or more accurately,
1: we're a doctor.
2: Multiples of us. That's yeah.
3: True. yeah. I want I want to see a team up of uh Doctor Manhattan and Doctor Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> the two cities i know I it's sh- a good thing that we didn't build the nuke in like
1: williamsburg or potsdam or- <laughs> so nice it was the manhattan
3: project right um, and <laughs> we didn't build it in manhattan either <laughs> right. yeah they didn't
0: <laughs> uh but it's fun to think yeah yeah if only yeah if they had named it after las cruces <laughs> yeah for
1: gila I- it was so hard to hear him say gila
0: all right uh so um naked blue guy can see all times in the future and he can control matter um he can't see the future now though he thinks it's because of uh nuclear war that's coming uh he teleports rorschach away um and which was funny
3: um both in the like this was one of those shots uh that was directly from the comic like in the comic and in the movie it was uh, funny it's yeah yeah he's mid-sentence yeah mm-hmm. i'm not leaving without having my say <laughs> mm-hmm. right <laughs> and then he's just standing out in the rain
0: yeah he knew that would happen yeah um that's also so rorschach is the only one that he um teleports uh involuntarily in the it's film true. and uh-huh. he's uh ends up popping him <laughs> like a balloon at the end. Yeah. Spoilers. Why are you listening yeah. to this if this? Yeah. But um yeah, so uh all right. Um So uh we also learn he's working with Adrian to create unlimited free energy. Then uh Laurie goes, meets with Daniel. They have dinner and talk about old times. We get uh the the 99 lift balloons music cue mm-hmm. here.
1: When she walks in, it's a different. It's like,
0: uh, 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 uh. That <laughs> yeah. song? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. Cause, yeah, it starts out with the intro, and then when, when like it reveals oh, you're her right. walking, you're it starts in, boom. dun 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun 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 Yeah, that's that
3: one first year. Right. Um, uh, here at dinner, this is where they discuss uh, Captain Carnage. Um, that was the, the guy who pretended to be oh. a supervillain because he uh, liked to get beat up. He was a masochist. Yeah, um, that's a funny concept. And uh, whatever happened to him, he tried it on Rorschach, and Rorschach dropped him down an elevator shaft. <laughs> yep. No time for jokes, bro. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> guy's hardcore.
0: He, he's Rorschach. He, he lives
1: hardcore.
2: <laughs>
0: he yeah. He he drinks monster energy drinks. He has it tattooed on. How does he he not have to shit every couple? (laughs) Man,
1: I got diarrhea again. (laughs) I wish this trench coat was two kids.
0: (laughs) uh, So, um, she tells him how unsatisfied with her relationship with Doctor Manhattan she is. Then we get the Eddie's funeral sequence. this is what this is like what I'm talking about with like very very slow editing and push-ins. We don't just yeah. get a shot like of the comic panel with the the flag on the coffin. It's a slow push-in on it with the sounds of silence playing as we push it in.
2: And the entire song. Yeah. This is another entire song for the this- scene.
1: The Sounds of Silence by Simon and Simon.
2: Like, <laughs> holy crap! They they need a different music editor to be like, cool. We can fade this out into some like a uh, cinematic uh, music.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. Speaking ish about that, yeah. The sound editing in this movie was one thing that I did not
0: like. It was super. It was it was kind of over the top. Kind of Batman
2: sixty yeah. six ish.
1: Yeah,
0: lots of well, swooshes. It, Swoosh. Well,
1: Everything swooshed. It, when it's not super loud with guns and explosions, it's a dude whispering
0: through a mask. Well, it's that Nolan problem. Like, yeah. is that just artistic? To be very, very quiet. And then right. very, the quiet very part's loud. quiet. The loud part's
1: loud. Yeah. play Play with it. All right.
0: Yeah. We shouldn't be able to actually understand what's happening. It should be a frustrating experience attempting to figure out what the fuck is going on.
1: Well, and don't we all know that a gun is firing by the, you know, the fire at the end of the barrel and the motion, and the, you know, like it, well, anyways, I'm yeah, I know, I are like it's so. <laughs> yep, I'm
0: old <laughs> <laughs> again. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind the loud parts being loud if the quiet parts weren't so quiet, so you're constantly adjusting the volume.
1: Agreed, yeah, it's not the volume that I, yeah,
0: all right. All right. So, um uh, we get flashbacks from each hero remembering their experiences with the comedian. Lori remembers visiting her mom, the first suspector, and then her mom flashes back from within the flashback to the minute. Well, oh, that back. wasn't a,
3: that wasn't a flashback.
0: So, we cut away from the funeral to her visiting her mom?
3: Yeah, she's she's co- visiting her mom while the funeral's going on cuz she had no reason to go.
0: Oh, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. I must have dozed off at this point. Um, <laughs> 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 um. So yeah, so she flashes back to the Minutemen in the '40s, comedian trying to rape her. He stopped. That was harsh and vicious and uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it really was. Um. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they played on this in the Watchmen series. Like this moment with Hooded Justice Mm -hmm. in a way fits into what they made the Hooded Justice to be. Yeah. Really fit anyway. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, So then we get Dr. Manhattan in Vietnam. Um, Why
1: did the comedian go? Why would you send the comedian as well?
0: Well, because he was a government spook. He was working for the government. So I imagine he was kind of sent as like an advisor or handler. Yeah, Yeah,
2: he was probably his handler.
1: Yeah, that's probably at the handler. Yeah. I guess I'm uh, not confused why he'd be in Vietnam. And he also
0: loves it. his work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he likes he likes killing Asian people. That's <laughs> why he's there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, as well as uh, the uh, sex also.
1: Yes. Definitely that. But I mean, like, we'll send the guy who could end the war in an hour. And the guy who tells jokes.
2: Well, and the guy who complicates every situation, clearly.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know?
2: You could just send the one guy. No, I
1: know why. I and,
2: know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was so. It's so weird because it's like that in the comic too, where they're both oh, yeah. together, right? Yeah. This whole scene. Yeah. This this scene is, is exactly exact. The
1: yeah. 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 Oh yeah.
2: Uh, I will say on the music cue for uh, Ride of the Valkyrie, oh, just
0: yeah. oof, and, and the helicopters. The, the helicopters. Yeah. yeah. The helicopters yeah. coming in. Um. Yeah. I I asked Jude actually if he knew what that was a reference to. Um. He did not. So. Um, Apocalypse Now went on our to watch list. Um, that's fine. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, he's not. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, no, no. He shouldn't. He's 14. But I was curious if yeah. it was one of those things that through osmosis had like, like he knows, like, for instance, like um Blair Witch he hasn't seen yet, but he knows about like with the I'm sorry right. and like the shaky cam and like. Handy cam thing. Yeah. 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 Well, when
1: he turns twenty-four and hasn't seen it, good for him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's no need. <laughs> anyway. Um. So, all right. Uh. Yeah. Um. The funeral. Well, yeah, winter, yeah. Ended, so yeah. no, but Doctor Manhattan and the comedian Vietnam comedian murders the pregnant oh. Vietnamese lady. We see a meeting of the Watchmen, or I guess this would be the Crime Busters. Um. Yes, um, oh, though they they didn't call it the Crimebusters in the movie, they called it the Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, and you... um, also uh. in the in the the movie that we just watched, it was Osmandius who called this meeting, um, but in the comics, it was Captain Metropolis trying to revive the the hero Fad gotcha. from
0: the ah. 40s. Well, and this was also 1970 in in um the movie, I believe. Did they call it? Did they call it 1970? Yes. They specifically said in the movie it was 1970. Okay. Um, So, um, all right. Uh, Comedian doesn't think they're likely to make any difference and that they're all going to die in a nuclear holocaust and then he sets a fire inside. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Then we see Night Owl as he remembers him and the comedian trying to disperse a protest in the 70s. It's turning violent. And the comedian just starts murdering protesters i mean he into, he's not restricted to
3: asians and at this point he says it's <laughs> it's good to be back on american soil yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He
0: he also enjoys yeah. he also en- he enjoys murdering people of many different colors just yeah uh, just not white I,
2: I think that realistically he just enjoys having a mandate to murder i think that's really what his it's whole thing I, was he's yeah. like yeah, he can kill anybody in Vietnam cuz the government sent him. He can kill anybody in America now cuz the government sent him.
1: Right. Uh, I
2: don't think and that he's, he's particularly racist. I think that he mm. just uh,
0: he's... has
1: a taste for killing. Oh.
0: He's... I mean, there's there's an element of racism to the comedian. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, I yeah. think so. How do you live through the 40s and 50s in the United True. States?
0: Um <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the the protesters he was killing were all very specifically largely african-american and
2: that's true
1: yeah.
0: well and hippies and stuff yeah, Don't forget Nixon, hippies. nixon's in charge
1: he was not a fan of protesting yeah. <laughs> no. so, so if he could have only other than kent state but if he could have let the comedian go you know so yeah
0: um yeah but
1: so- again so that that reviewer must have been talking about the series because this is not a woke movie a lot of these people yeah. are hardcore conservative you know pro mccarthy pro reagan
0: right no no but i mean a lot of a lot of um if if you paint that in a negative light they consider that woke sometimes yeah
2: i guess so yeah being critical of it
0: yeah but uh yeah so all right so um let's see rorschach goes and visits ex-supervillain moloch um he thinks he may be the one after the superheroes because he saw him at the funeral. Moloch-
3: in the uh, in the comics, this first meeting with uh, Moloch and Rorschach, uh, Rorschach was actually hiding in the refrigerator.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he did not
3: see that Punky Brewster episode. <laughs> and burst out on him. Uh, but there was a, a later scene in the comics where... It's a, um, it's
0: a me, Rorschach.
3: Uh, a later scene, Moloch is going to the refrigerator. He's got his gun because he's afraid... Rorschach's in there and then he finds the note that says behind you.
1: Uh, He's uh, just in
3: there practicing his life, just like dinner served.
1: <laughs> Snack attack. <laughs>
0: Franks and beans. No. Yeah. Hold the Franks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you, bro. All right. Double quarter pounder. <laughs> um,
1: Sitting in a fridge.
0: So- <laughs> How long was he in the fridge?
1: <laughs> That's it, because you don't know when he's getting home. He's a retired supervillain. He doesn't
0: have a job. <laughs> um. So, uh, Moloch tells Rorschach that the comedian visited him a week earlier, babbling and crying. Um, and then he, he rep-
1: Moloch is the closest to like the superhuman kind, of, like, because he has those pointy ears. Yeah, and he <laughs> he did in the comic too, right? <laughs> So he seems otherworldly with that one little feature, but anyway, kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Um, do we know in the comics, did he have any powers or do anything, or was he just a genius-level intellect? I, think um,
3: I don't think he had any powers. Uh, <laughs> close-up magic. I, I didn't do a deep dive into Moloch's character.
0: All right. um, Thank you. So uh, Moloch tells him he has cancer. Then Rorschach monologues. Then we cut to Lori in Manhattan um, having sex. She gets mad because he's simultaneously working on his project with Adrian. Isn't that dude distant anyways? Yeah. (laughs) Even if it was just him?
2: Well, and I don't understand why he also doesn't have multiple versions of himself in the lab. That could be helpful. Yeah, reverse
1: yeah. it where he's sleeping with Laurie and his clone. Or, you know, yeah,
2: he's got like four or five versions of himself in the lab. No, they were like, let's make this shit real weird.
1: You're right. That's stupid. I'll send three to turn her on and I'll just keep working.
2: <laughs> Women are complicated, it seems, a in, uh in their minds. <laughs> that's that- a
0: Reed Richards move. Yeah, it is um so all right so he only
2: needs to stretch one part of himself from the lab though
0: (laughs) he just sent his penis into the other room like Like the 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 music starts playing from the (laughs) 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 anti-tentacle
1: your dick wants you to check this out (laughs) my dick's gotta see this
0: (laughs) oh all right so um She gets mad. She leaves with him, breaking up. Uh, She goes to Daniel's house. He offers to let her stay there for a while. Um, They um, go out to dinner. Um, On the way, they're attacked by a gang. They beat up the gang, while at the same time, Dr. Manhattan has a big interview on TV. He is accused of causing cancer in those he's around, including his old girlfriend, Janie. Uh, she's there and she confronts Manhattan. He becomes overwhelmed and teleports himself to Mars. As I have often wished I could do in many situations.
1: And Snyder didn't watch or didn't write Watchmen, but he replicates this uh, scene kind of with the dude in the wheelchair that blows up Congress. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like the surprise guest, like dun, dun, dun.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: While Superman's testifying.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right, we get a flashback to Dr. Manhattan's origin story. <laughs> he is a physicist who got trapped in the chamber.
1: <laughs> I know it's so run of the mill or done before, but it's somehow my favorite. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, I think he was in
1: the series, too.
0: Yeah,
2: it makes sense
1: going back for his
2: watch and all that
1: stuff. And...
0: Well, he's the only one who wasn't just like a fascist dude who wanted to beat people up.
1: But Brian's yeah. right, right there. You had to justify why he went back in that chamber, yeah. And so, his whole life, you know, like if it wasn't all that, shit, it's
3: like you went in for a
1: watch in the 50s, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. they weren't awesome watches, <laughs> okay.
3: Um, in the uh, in this, they called it his father's watch. In the, the book, it was actually um, Janie's mother's watch, uh, uh-huh. that would had had been broken like a month before and he promised he would fix it and he had it all fixed but he left it in the right. the chamber um, Which, but he's like going to surprise her with it and that it. works too yeah
2: either one of those works really well They're it's better fun. than Bruce just being like You're strapped right. to a thing shoot me with the gamma rays <laughs> like what dude <Do laughs> <it>. okay
1: yeah <laughs> gamma me
2: like why don't you try a duck first or something or Like a, <laughs>
1: he ran out to save a kid right
2: yeah but I mean, in the movies, it's just, yeah, you're right. It's just, Bruce is just like, he's like, shoot it at my testicles.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Little> yeah. <naughty. laughs>
2: uh, um, yeah. This made a lot of sense to me and I'm glad that they included the scene and everything. Cause it yeah shows important. why he is how he is. Oh, and explains and the, the watch thing and all that stuff
1: really well. The progress of him mm-hmm. forming. Yeah, where yeah, it, and the the narration was exactly the same. For you know, like a circulatory system was spotted outside the fence, mm-hmm. muscle and skeleter. You know, yeah, that was cool. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, his particles coming back together.
0: Yeah, so all right, um, we then we see him through the decades, including his relationships with Janie and Lori. <laughs> and, and like through his narration, he's just like, she accused me of leaving her because she was old which was true
1: no she says like you're looking for a younger yeah model or whatever however she she's like it, she yeah.
0: she calls her jailbait oh that's called. right yeah yeah.
1: But yeah you see him making eyes at her in the room
2: with his wife in the room also you know? yeah this was really well done i thought yeah because that can be really really like hackneyed to do and uh yeah. Yeah, it made sense
1: it's yeah. great that he copped to it yeah you know just to just to show how callous he can be
0: yeah, yeah. Like he yeah he, he's yeah not only is he like enough of a dick that he is going to leave his wife for a younger woman right he's enough this of a dick sort of, that he doesn't feel bad about it at all yeah
1: right like yeah it's honest it's not true <laughs> yeah you just say what you want uh,
2: this may be an unanswered question but he is so smart and he understands things so well and he is he was at one point human and he understands time backwards and forwards how does he not remember how emotions work like Right, people, people fake emotional states and put on yeah. an act for their partners and for their friends and loved ones and co workers. It's yeah. like he
1: was kidnapped and raised by another very aloof
2: family. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, I work in retail, you can fake it, dude. Like, it's fine, yeah. yeah. Like, but he's just like, nah, emotionally, to, to me, yeah,
0: for real, yeah, love yeah, because he's definitely interested in getting laid quite a bit, so you think he would learn to fake put on it. the charm well, yeah and john osterman some pants.
2: was a relatively well balanced emotional dude right oh, yeah. he was
0: he seemed yeah. he seemed one hundred percent normal he seemed happy and
2: and, and available yeah you know emotionally, emotionally but now, he's just, yeah. now he's just like i don't know laurie i live on the moon in my brain yeah. like oh fuck it she's like you live on the moon on your brain and you're Fingers in my
1: mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> like, He's all, a, a hard penis and a small penis contain <laughs> the same amount
0: of atoms. <laughs> it's like I don't think that's literally true. Yeah. He's like the atoms in my balls will seem not be there. <laughs>
1: the atoms in my balls.
0: All right. Write that down. <laughs> For later. Oh. It's science. Right. It is science. Let's see. Uh <laughs> Then we go back uh, on Earth. Nixon gets word that the Soviets are moving their tanks, so he gets ready for nuclear war. Um, At his office, Adrian is attacked by a would-be assassin, which he disarms, but the assassin... Well,
1: that's historically accurate, but it it was Reagan instead of Nixon at the time. But yeah, yeah, the moving of the tanks to the Afghan border.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny, like... 2020 2021 everything feels really terrible all the time but Mm -hmm. it's weird that the decades that we think back to as being a like lighter more innocent time were full Uh like there was that nuclear threat just there like hovering Uh constantly
2: of mutually assured destruction at any point
1: yeah and the futility around it um actually dylan had bob dylan had talked about that like we were taught to hide under our desks for a nuclear explosion. Yeah. like It created a very weird, it's kind of like the, the kids now on the active shooter drill. Yeah. yeah. Like, that has an impact on you. Oh, yeah. Even if the nuke doesn't drop or the shooter doesn't come, practicing the futile act of hiding under your desk is terrifying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So
0: Because, yeah, there, there's a, no situation where hiding under your desk is actually <laughs> Get in a door jam, yeah. like an earthquake, you just maybe you know, maybe like, an it, it all comes maybe. from
2: earthquake drills, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess at least stuff isn't going to fall directly on you. Yeah, give <laughs> so you a little, <laughs> a little
2: place to breathe if the building <laughs> collapses. If I'm the, trapped, but it, this
0: desk. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Uh, yeah, the threat of nuclear war. Yeah. Um. Rorschach goes. Oh yeah. So Adrian tries to question the assassin but the assassin bites down on a cyanide capsule before he can um rorschach visits Moloch again to question him about a clue he found connecting him to the assassin but it's a setup Moloch's dead the police are outside and after a battle rorschach is captured by the police um yeah this was cool this action sequence i think snyder does good action
2: yeah that i think it. he does yeah uh, and the surprising action is cool, too. Like, the tension uh-huh. building up to that moment.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and and Rorschach just, like, getting ready. Like, come on, let's do this. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, when he realizes it's a trap and yeah. then what he has to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you hadn't read the book, this would have been a fun and interesting scene, you know, because the dude is so mysterious and there's so much emotion out of Jack Earl Haley. Yeah. Give me back my face. I oh. fucking believed that. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Could have been a corny line. Not at all. Um, Let's see. Then in prison, he's targeted by the other prisoners who want him dead. We get a flashback (laughs) to his terrible childhood and the terrible things he saw as a hero. The whole thing with the dude and the dogs and the little girl.
1: Oh, yeah. And the little girl. Why would you show him? Why would you give him a Rorschach test?
4: Exactly. It almost,
1: it, it almost seemed like a microaggression. No, I don't mean it as a joke. Like, why? What answers do you think you're going to get out of the guy called Rorschach?
0: The dude's name is Rorschach.
1: Yes, he clearly knows what
0: these this. tests are. Yes,
1: and he's learned how to hide his answers. It's a beautiful flower. It's a butterfly. Yeah. So the doctor should have known, even if it was their very first meeting, which it was. The doctor should. I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe done some role playing with hand puppets or some
0: shit, but you know, <laughs> just worse. <watch. laughs> um, in the prison mess hall, Rorschach is attacked. He deals pretty brutally with his attacker with a the uh, deep fryer. Um, then at Daniel's house, he and Laurie talk about their hero days. Um, they're about to have sex, but apparently he can't perform. Is that what's going on? He can't get it get it going. Uh,
3: that's what's going on.
2: I think Nerv- that it's nervous. the thought of yeah uh Manhattan. I was just going to say
1: you're banging yeah. Man- Dr. Manhattan's
2: girl. You're yeah, you're
1: he stopped the Vietnam war
2: banging the Ubermensch and yeah. now you're banging to. receding hairline and those funky serial killer glasses.
0: Yeah. You know. The most he, By the way, he looked he was the most 80s looking dude I've seen on screen <laughs> that wasn't actually in the 80s in a long time. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Plus, he's dealing with the friend zone bullshit because she, she uh, keeps mentioning John, even if it's not like pining for him. So, you know, it's like, I'm here to console you. Could you please stop talking about your ex?
3: They delve into it a little more in the book. Um, he's kind of felt uh, impotent since 77, the Keen Act, since he had to give up uh, superheroing. Um, yeah, he just huh. doesn't feel important anymore.
1: Right, yeah, it was all about his alter ego, yeah. and that was such a Bruce Wayne moment—just naked down there, staring at his costume. Right, <laughs> almost dark. Yeah, uh, like he wants to bang that suit. <laughs> He's so in love with himself.
0: Uh, well, I
2: I took that as he wants to put the suit on because it will make him. uh
0: feel some of
2: that vigor yeah virile, well and, yeah you yeah. feel whole again like well
0: that. yeah and we we see then of course they do it and then he can so yeah um <laughs> so kids don't give up yeah yeah <laughs> you become a vigilante so you can bang chicks so you can bone.
3: yeah um, I, I think it was at this point that i decided to call his lair the owl nest oh uh, that's pretty
0: good yeah that works um, all right, so back in prison, Rorschach is threatened by the crime boss he put away. Um meanwhile Daniel and Lori decide to go suit up and go out in Archimedes, his his uh ship. Um they're gonna fight some crime. <laughs> they save some kids from a bur <laughs> They they stop a fire with bullets. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> um
1: I well, realize. then there's a prison riot because the person Rorschach attacked died. Yes. So they had been waiting on that kind of thing, which is not uncommon. It's happened with, like, guards who've committed homicide in there, you know. Yeah. We're going to wait. If he dies, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that happens. Um, this is We also get the scene. This is cut in between them do, it's doing the fire. There's the scene where they have sex in the ship Um, against the— and the flamethrower comes out. The at, flame the end. When he, when he at the moment of <laughs> climax, of flamethrower comes <laughs> off.
1: Oh, oh, sweet mystery of life! At last, I found
0: you. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, uh, let's see. Rorschach gets out of his cell, murders his way through the prison, collects his superhero outfit from the psychiatrist. Uh, Laurie and Daniel decide to break him out, so they go there. They break into the prison. They find Rorschach. He kills the crime boss, and they all escape
1: happily ever after.
0: Yes. Um. Let's see. They get back to Daniel's uh, lair. Doctor Manhattan shows up, and he takes. It's the- called the Owl Nest. You get they get back. To- <laughs> it is. It is now. <laughs> yeah, they get back. All it takes. They get back to the Owl's Nest, um, where Doctor Manhattan is waiting for them. He takes Lori to Mars with him so she can try to convince him to save the world. Meanwhile, Night Alan and uh rough up some guys in a bar and get the clues that lead them to go back to Adrian. And John's such
1: a dick. And you he forgot that humans can't breathe on Mars. Yeah. Right. But like you said, he was Billy Credit before. Yeah. He seemed like an empathetic reasonable man but he's like oh yeah you guys can't do that Sorry. and he
2: knows time forward and backwards he is right? able to we keep knew. these things in his brain but he can't remember that human physiology requires atmosphere
1: <laughs> Or he didn't see himself fucking with it yeah. yeah yeah he's just
2: doing it to be a dick he's like i'm just curious how long a human being can be on mars without <laughs> it's not that a he dick forgot be a dick. it was yeah. just experimentation you know yeah yeah Yes, that's it was right. also him being real freaky. He's like, he's like, well, she doesn't let me choke her. Let me uh, suffocate her. Let's see if that works.
0: <laughs> he is a pulls the wing off a flies kind of yeah. dude now. Yeah, he is. Um, so, all right. They, Rorschach and uh, Night Owl go to Adrian's office. They go through his files. Um, they discover that the company that the would be assassin worked for and that Moloch worked for, is actually part of um, of uh, Osamandius's, light uh, industries. Light industries, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and, and it's so, a nod to the pharaohs, who he considers himself to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A godly mortal.
0: Well, yeah, and he literally makes Cheops in Antarctica. Right. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: true. Yeah. Um,
2: Which so, is super sweet by the way. I it is that. badass.
1: Yeah. I want an Antarctic retreat. <laughs> Built in an
2: Egyptian emperor style.
1: Yeah. Style. Imagine being that crew. We've heard the jokes of the crew that rebuilt the death star, but like imagine the, because <laughs> he doesn't have the power of uh, Manhattan. Yeah. He had not make shit materialize.
2: <laughs> Hired
0: contractors and laborers. Yeah, it's
1: outside labor. And- no way he did it himself. Uh, some
0: penguins maybe. <laughs> um, so the average Okay, so they go all right, they go to Antarctica. Rorschach and um <laughs> and, and Night Owl decide to fly to Antarctica. Um how long would it does it take to fly from where are they? New York? Yes. New York to Antarctica. It depends on how fast you're going.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there's no way
0: around
2: that. <laughs> how but well, is, And did they go country? in a straight line through the atmosphere? Did they go through space? That also oh, makes. A difference. yeah. A how point. fast
0: can his ship go? Do we know? Did they, did they stop in Buenos
1: Aires?
2: Yeah. Did or they did stop they for further? fuel
1: in uh, in Guam? That's a good point. What does it run on? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, uh, and but then also Rorschach's fine. He just pops the collar on his trench coat. Well, that's of, what I was going to say. Down into it. That, that, like, that's no that, dead.
0: That's what I was going to say. It can get up to negative seventy six degrees in yeah. Antarctica. You can down to negative seventy six degrees. <laughs> um, he there there was a video a few days ago about a guy that went that his car broke down and he got out to try to check under the hood in negative twenty degree weather, mm-hmm. and he was outside with just a jacket. Um, for 15 minutes, and his ears froze off. Like the tip of his ears. Yeah, I was going to say,
2: Rorschach's extremities definitely froze off. Yeah. That mask does not keep him warm enough. Boner. (laughs) Well, also, that mask is going to freeze because it's full of breath. Condensation. uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the liquid, like I was in between. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: anyway... (laughs) Oh, but before they leave, Rorschach leaves his journal with a small newspaper, um, the Frontiersman. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, and they don't address it, but a- Adrian's there because it's it's one place he knows that nuclear war isn't good. You know, yeah, who's going to yeah. send a missile to Antarctica?
0: Yeah, exactly. He knows he's <laughs> going to be safe there. Um, so uh, from his own doings, yeah. Uh, so Rorschach leaves his journal with a small newspaper. Uh, Manhattan refuses to come back to Earth to save humanity, but he does reveal to Lori that the comedian was her dad. Such a dick. Right. Right. Um Night Al and Rorschach arrive in Antarctica. They confront Adrian. Um, so I caught a couple things on his TVs. He was watching Mad Max. He was watching um uh, Dirty Harry. Um Oh, there was one other. What was there? Was a third thing? Well, Muppet he's watching. The, What's that? The what? Muppet Babies. I didn't catch Muppet Babies. <laughs> it wasn't there. I,
1: oh, okay. I was like the Muppets. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, the, Muppet,
0: uh, Muppet Babies didn't exist in '85, Al.
1: <laughs> the um, shit. Oh, the Nostalgia Channel that um, Eddie was watching with the um. It was Calvin Klein or guests or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, The but Unforgettable. Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah. I, re-
0: I remember that commercial, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I tr- there was a bunch of stuff on those screens. that, <laughs> and Very few of it, very little of it was news. He was watching mm-hmm. a lot of movies and shows at once.
2: He yeah. knew what was happening around the world. He didn't really <laughs> need to stay updated at this point, I guess. He's like, yeah.
0: what's what kind of trouble is Jack Tripper getting into? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, when they're traveling
3: to, um, Antarctica, we were talking, Brian mentioned music cues earlier. Um, we have mm. all along the watchtower. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, this, uh, every issue ended with a quote. Sometimes it was from a song. Sometimes it was from something else. Um, but at, it was the end of chapter 10 of the comics where, um, all along the watchtower was quoted. Um, in the last little box,
1: and it was the uh, two riders yeah. are approaching, right? Yeah, it yeah. was. Um,
3: and the wind began to howl.
1: Yep. Yeah, where the that song ends, starting a whole other story. I love that. And Jimmy's uh, version is the superior.
2: Yeah, that's. I was so glad that they used yeah. the Jimi Hendrix version yeah. because, well, and Even also
3: Dylan said that
2: evokes action versus Dylan's, which yeah. evokes. You know, yeah, yeah. Folks, uh, think, oh, shit, we're going to do something.
3: Flipping oh. to the uh, that page real quick. Uh, outside in the distance, a wildcat did growl. Two riders were approaching. The wind began to howl. Uh, and he's got, the, he's, he's got Melobastus,
0: his wildcat. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So they, let's see. They fight Adrian. Adrian takes them pretty easily. He explains his plan to them. Um, <laughs> Eddie found out about his plan, so he killed him. Um, Then he had to get rid of Dr. Manhattan, so he faked cancer and blocked his future site. He reveals he's going to destroy several major cities around the world, make it look like Dr. Manhattan did it in order to unite the world against Dr. Manhattan and save humanity from total extinction. He reveals that it's too late. He has already triggered the uh, explosions. 35 minutes prior. And
3: the the line is great. It's like... I'm not a comic book villain. There's no way I would have told you I'm this re- if, if you could have stopped me.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And such an Alan Moore, you know, sort of like no, it happened. They didn't save anything at the last minute. Yeah. yeah. Very the world Alan was Moore. nuked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very Alan Moore. Very but and and again, this is all great playing with the tropes of the yeah. of the time. Yeah.
2: Failure is a big, big, big surprise in a comic book. Yes, yes. it is it's almost
0: foreboding. <laughs> y- yeah, yeah.
3: The they didn't use the line in the movie, but in the book, he Veit tells them the only thing you've accomplished is failing to stop me from saving the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. you're very good at being bad. <laughs> At and I just thing. want to
1: shout out I want to shout out to Jeremy Irons. Like yeah, from man. the series. Woo! Like it was seamless. That was exactly Ozzy when he's older. Like yeah, this, you know, even this Ozzy, this movie version. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Absolutely it's Incredible yeah.
2: casting, incredible acting on his part, incredible writing.
1: Yeah. 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 He'll never
0: see his wrongdoing. He's I incredible. cannot wait for like, us to like get an author. opportunity
2: to dive into
0: that at some point. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that was so good. That was the Watchmen Man. series was so good. Um
2: it expands upon this in ways that I never could have imagined. Same mm-hmm. here.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it all makes sense. God bless them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So all right. So we we see a good chunk of New York destroyed. Nixon thinks it was done by Dr. Manhattan.
3: Um the funny thing is, um, so they didn't use the giant interdimensional squid, squid. In, yes. like they did from the book. However, the project um underneath the the TVs as you st- as we see the explosions going off in Moscow and London and everywhere, mm-hmm. um, the project was called Squid. I don't know what it was an acronym for. Oh,
2: yeah. So, no, I never touched uh, that.
3: All right. So they yeah, they, they referenced really. it at least. Yeah, there was a little sign um, yeah, below the TVs.
2: This is the most contentious difference, I think, amongst fans is the lack of Squid in yeah, the movie. Yeah,
1: right. That makes sense. He stuck to everything else. So
0: and well. Uh,
2: I feel like the squid is is harder to explain than a teleportation type of removal of matter.
1: Yeah, it's more comic you know? booky for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, because did you guys know that the first issue of the Justice League they fight a giant starfish?
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh. Check it out. Wow. So Yep. Yeah. Um I mean so I I personally Think in this version of Watchmen, it works very well. It not being the squid, like yeah, I, I it don't, worked. Yeah, I I don't. I think the squid is not the kind of thing that Zack Snyder and this era, two thousand nine, yeah, was a different time for comic book movies. You couldn't. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't. You couldn't lean into that kind of thing like you're able to in right. 2019 2020 Yeah, mainstream
1: yeah. viewers would not understand, and they'd probably be a little mad. Well, yeah. it'd be confusing too. Yes,
0: because right. at no point does
2: Doctor Manhattan be like, "Check out this calamari that I made,"
1: or
3: interdimensional, <laughs> Oof, you
2: yeah. know, or yeah, pulling something from another dimension. But yeah.
3: then when they introduced the the giant squid in the series, it totally worked,
2: absolutely, yeah,
3: yeah, on
1: so many levels, yeah. Like Tim Blake Nelson's fear, and yeah, wow, oh yeah, right. The squid in the series is my favorite. So yeah. Cool. And he couldn't, ad- he couldn't admit that it was all, you know, cause he invested so much of his life around that incident. Yeah. He, he couldn't believe it was a setup. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's all woven in, in such a clever way.
0: Yeah. Such a clever way. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs>
1: so if you, if you enjoyed Watchmen,
0: you'll love March of the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, all right. Um, True manhattan and Lori arrive back on earth manhattan sees what's happening they go to antarctica he confronts adrian who tries to kill him with his machine but that does not work um, yeah he was surprised yeah that's the first thing that oh, adrian did yeah. not have handled like he thought he would yeah and another direct direct quote from the
3: book he's like i'm disappointed in you yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah. that's the first thing i learned how to do yeah. sky daddy
0: <laughs> daddy yeah um so all right uh he killed
3: his he killed bubastis for nothing yeah Yeah, no reason
0: sad yeah sad um on tv nixon announces that america and the soviets have joined forces to defend against dr manhattan
1: (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) so you tell that dude if he comes back around here
0: keep my name out his mouth Seeing this, Doctor Manhattan agrees to go along with Adrian's plan. Reluctantly, Daniel and Laurie also agree, but Rorschach does not. In order to keep the plan intact, Doctor Manhattan kills Rorschach. Oh, and his blood splatter made a Rorschach on Antarctica.
2: That's an intense moment, too. Yeah,
3: I'm not sure if I ever if I noticed it before, but I noticed it this time. Um, Rorschach's emotion. Um, when he when he rips the mask off it's like even he knows that he needs to be stopped right mm. like he his yes um his commitment to to never compromise even in the face of armageddon like never backing down um right. like he has to try to stop this but even deep inside, he knows that he himself needs to be stopped. That's a good yeah, yeah. He
1: has no place in this <clears throat> new world. I, I read yeah. it as he knows
2: that Manhattan has already thought through the logic of it, and there's no escaping the logical aspect of it. You know, yeah. right? He's yeah. passionate about the truth, but the logic tracks.
1: Yeah. Right, like I said, yeah, he'll run towards an explosion. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So. Um. Then. In his rage, Daniel beats up Adrian, telling him he's, like, all bad and stuff and nobody likes you. Then he and Lori leave, um, and we get a time skip. Lori tells her mom she knows her dad's the comedian. Her mom apologizes for not telling her. Then Lori and Daniel um, do some kissing to talk about how everything's going to be Okay. Then we go to the uh, New Frontiersman, the paper where Rorschach left his journal. The editor laments that there's nothing bad in the world to write about. Um, The camera focuses in on Rorschach's journal. Roll credits. They they
3: mention Ronald Reagan running in 88. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In in the book, it was Robert Redford, and they stayed true to that in the the series. Mm -hmm. Series. Because he was the ultimate hippie liberal at this time, even. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um We were
2: well, current. and the comment about the cowboy,
0: yeah, was uh, just yep. on
2: the tail of of Bush mm-hmm. having been president for eight years.
0: Oh,
1: and Reagan literally was a go- not a yeah. real cowboy, but he but played a, a cowboy. A off. Cowboy, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I felt like that was kind of a like them pointing at the real world just a little bit. It's oh, like yeah. A cowboy would never be president.
1: I think so. Yeah, totally. Yeah, back when we we never would have imagined a, an actor. As president.
3: president, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the first song in the credits was uh, "Desolation Row" by My by,
0: Chemical Romance. That's what My Chemical I say, Romance. Yes.
3: Um, like uh, the uh, "Desolation Row" the the song by Bob Dylan was quoted at the end of chapter one in the comics, uh, like. Watchtower was, uh, the quote they used was at midnight, all the agents and superhuman crew go out and round up everyone who knows more than they do. Yep. Mm. So interesting.
2: I wonder how much Alan Moore was inspired by songs to create oh, the, the framework for the story. Yeah. Cause that line, you know, it perfectly yeah. explains kind of what the watchmen do.
1: And it's funny because out of context, it totally works. But in the song, um, that verse is one of the verses that you know, anti-Dylan fans were just like, "This is gobbledygook." Like he's just <laughs> putting to you know, like yeah. characters like Einstein and uh, oh, yeah. Leonardo. And, yeah. Well, my per- but it's perfect. Yeah, totally.
0: My personal favorite uh, Dylan quote is still "Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle." <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs>
3: OK.
0: Um. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's the movie. That's the whole movie. We made yep. it. We did it. Yeah. Um. So, OK. I have an unanswered question. Did they okay. did they never pass the what was it, 25th Amendment or did Nixon get it repealed? The one that doesn't allow a president to serve more than two terms.
1: I assume it was repealed. Or a martial law type situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: because in, uh, of course, not that the series counts uh, in the context of this, but Redford was on his third administration or right. his third term. Yeah. So uh, I assume the law was repealed because Nixon yeah. kept the world safe
1: during Vietnam. All well, right. Or like a Putin type situation. Like, yeah, we have elections. Wink, wink.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And or or possibly Nixon was also behind the clone army. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you know.
0: It's true. If there ever was a Sith,
1: oh what was his name?
0: <laughs> Darth Dark Darth, Darth
1: cover up. <laughs> no, yeah. Alright.
0: Uh Darth Trickiest. Hideous words. Yeah. Trickiest. <laughs> Darth Gells. <jowls. laughs> oh.
2: Earth not a crook oh Pat <laughs> <laughs> not a crook.
0: Uh, um, yeah I don't have too many unanswered questions I mean it's it was just a very faithful um, it really was adaptation yeah. um,
1: it was visually stimulating that guy nailed it with the script it's not the best movie in the world but he, he did it especially when we can compare later work but yeah he pulled yeah. it off he, he earned his check everybody did did a good job
0: yeah, absolutely. I, I I don't I don't know how someone could have been done a better job of of uh, adapting this particular book.
1: Yeah. Well, and he knew to take the majority of things from the book rather than his own vision. Like, there's no way Terry Gilliam is capable of that. Nope. It has to be his vision, both visually and narrative. Yeah. So Zach was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it exactly like this.
0: Yeah, to his credit, too. Um, Absolutely. Well, and this was the second one he, he adapted. I mean, 300 was an adaptation, right. comics adaptation, yeah. also. Or,
1: or what if Tim Burton ran with this? Oh, oh yeah. Weird.
2: Yeah. Or I even uh, Aronofsky. It would have been a very different experience.
1: We yeah. Have been confused. True. If you can imagine, it would have been darker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if
1: such a thing is possible.
0: <laughs> uh, All righty. Yeah. Sweaty. So, um,. You guys ready to put this thing on the big board? Ready to rank it?
1: Yeah, we gotta get closer yeah. to the top now. We've been yeah, down com- at the bottom for so long. Closer than
0: we were with the spirit for sure. Um, okay. um, so, all right, here's our top 10, our current top 10. Um, do we think it belongs in the top 10?
2: I could say it does just I on do, the comic book yeah. adaptation. I think it's better than Hellboy 2 It's kind of where I was thinking. It's yeah.
1: better than X two. Uh, I think it's better than Hellboy for different reasons. Hellboy was a lot of fun, but I, yeah, I think this, I could see that. Yeah, this is more of a film. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what, That's my what, opinion. What are your thoughts, Al?
3: I'm um, getting there. <clears throat>
1: uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? He was getting there. It's a decent um, folks.
3: Hell, uh, is it better than the Spider-Man? I think it's better than
1: Spider-Man One, maybe to me. But I, nah. I love Spider-Man 2. It's got a place in my heart.
3: I don't know
2: if it's better than Spider-Man One to me. That that's that'd be a heart.
1: So, stretch. well, yeah, that was my original is between Spider-Man and Hellboy. That looks like a looks like a good spot.
0: Yeah, I can live with that. Brian, you good with that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. You can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. be able to watch sleep me. tonight <laughs> look Fucking <and> watch me.
0: <laughs> All right. We're putting the watchman on the list at number 7. There we go. That is our 81st uh film in Woo. in our uh our uh big Whatever this is we're doing. Uh, Are we
1: going to do another look back episode when we get to 100? I I think so. Yeah. I think we definitely need to.
0: Um, Which means 82 is coming next week, and that's going to be Super Capers. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I, so I'm you, ready for it. Yeah. Super Capers is coming next week, guys. Um, Will it make the top 10? Let's... It sounds like a producer's type situation. <laughs> like, quick, make a superhero movie. Make it terrible.
2: Right. Um, it well, sounds like a super lox bagel like team up.
1: Are we gonna
3: get the... capers, <laughs> super salmon? And... Was this the uh, the, sp- <laughs> Is this the sequel to Super Troopers?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh,
3: broken lizard. Yeah. yeah well, well
0: okay. all right. I I will let. Yeah, you, that would fit. I will let you guys know this. Super Capers. Um, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I it. Super Capers. Um, has a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs>
2: So, That's the lowest score we've ever had, right? Well,
0: well I mean, unless we count um, Toxie Two, which had zero because it had no reviews. Oh, okay.
2: uh-huh. that, that, that this doesn't count. I think. Yeah. This, I this is significantly Toxi lower. You're
1: right. Toxie Two is the best is, one. It's yeah. Celebration of Japanese culture. <laughs> I <just laughs> love it. That's so funny. And I know it is. Oh, know. Oh.
0: All right. So, yeah, that's it, guys. Next week, Super Capers, thank you, everybody, for uh, hanging with us this week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Um, this has been your host, Thoreau Smiley, reminding you that if you get a feeling of intense and crushing existential terror, it only means you're still sane.
1: <laughs> I'm Josh CC and I've also been trapped in a
3: revolving door. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm calling you from the room full of morons who thinks the world's problems are small enough to handle.
3: (laughs) I'm Alark Weber, and my superhero, my superpower, is wearing flashy outfits. (laughs) kitty lasers. (laughs)
0: Laser cats. (laughs) Laser cats. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, Andy.